This storm will kill you. Look, look, look! I'm telling you! You know what I mean, folks? But if rich people aren't looking out for us, who is? It makes no difference which one of us you vote for. Either way, your planet is doomed. You're listening to the Our Take Podcast with Brian Sherman. He had a full head, you know, all the way till the end. It was white. And I was hoping to get that. I was hoping to get, like, the full head. And uh, it was really hard to cut it off. And Spencer Rogers. To be a good pilot, you have to be able to make good decisions. I know what my credit score is, so I know I don't make good decisions. This is the Our Take Podcast. From Scary Parrot Media Studios in Ogden, Utah, it's the Our Take Podcast, episode 140. I'm Brian. I'm Spencer. Welcome to the show, everybody. We hope you had a, a great few weeks since we've been out. Has it been weeks or months? Let's just pretend like we had a, a planned, you know, like we got in trouble and we had a planned... I had so many topics, one of which was the discovery of a superconductor and then... You discovered I, the superconductor? No, oh. it, it was discovered and then uh, refuted <laughs> by, within the amount of time that we've had an episode. Right. Well, uh, it is August the 16th. On this day in history, Michael Phelps earned his eighth gold medal in the 2008 Olympics. Do you remember that when he was when he was like, it was a relay? Yeah. And he was waiting for the guy to win. I think that was this one, wasn't it? I I don't know. Yeah, and he was like, oh yeah, it was pretty cool. I remember the moment. I remember the moment. Uh, I mean, he's just got such a big head, and I I don't know. <laughs> Phelps? Yeah, he's got a weird jaw. I don't know, man. I mean, he's got. His knees bend the other way. He's got, you know. I think someone just beat his record, though, or something. Well, I mean, I think he holds quite a few records. Well, yeah. I can't remember. I thought I read something about it. What else on this day in history? August 16th, Gabon gains independence from the French. Sorry, what's that? Gabon. Is that, is that a country? Yeah. Or is it just some guy? 1960, <laughs> French had occupied Gabon since the latter part of the 1800s. In 1910, the equatorial country was added to French Equatorial Africa, a federation of France's Central African colonies. From 1934 to 1958, French Equatorial Africa was considered by France as a as a unified colony. Not after that. Yeah. Um, I mean, it's, it's Gabon, right? There's a it's Gabon. I don't know. I've G-A-B-O-N? never. I've, I've never heard of that country. <laughs> it's got to be Gabon. There's a there's a big a pretty substantial handful of countries that. When I hear about it, I'm like, oh, yeah, I didn't know that was... Should we make it a segment where we learn a little bit about... about a new country? A little bit about a new country. Well, let's talk about Gabon. They gained their independence from France in 1960 Uh on August 16th, 1960. Uh, Officially, the Gabonese Republic... Gabonese? That sounds fake. Come on. What? (laughs) It's a country on the west coast of Central Africa. What's their major export? Elephants? Located on <laughs> located Sorry, on the, that was the first picture <laughs> that pulled up when I Located on the equator, it is bordered by Equatorial Guinea to the northwest, Cameroon to the north, the Republic of Congo on the east and south, and the Gulf of Guinea to the west. Do you remember all that now? Yeah. It has an area of nearly two hundred and seventy thousand square kilometers. Its population is estimated at two point three million people. That's like Utah. Or, seems, yeah, that's like Utah. <laughs> it seems like it's one of those countries that has a revolution every couple of years. Well, not since 1960. The capital is uh, Libreville. I'm assuming maybe that's a French word because, you know, uh-huh. that's what happens. Uh, the, the original inhabitants are the Pygmy peoples. Um, 
It's had three presidents. It introduced a multi-party system in nineteen in the nineteen nineties. The official oh, yeah. language is French. Um, Christianity is the most widespread religion. What? 75%. With petroleum and foreign private investment, it has the fourth highest HDI in the region. Did you? I'm not sure what HDI is. Did you see that TikTok? Human Development Index. I sent you the other day. You send me where, a few. Where the the guy uh, the guy time travels like to 20, 2167 or something. And he's like, has everything fallen apart? Is the world terrible? And he's like, no, everything's... <laughs> Everything's actually great. He's like, "What happened?" Well, turns out Jesus was real. <laughs> and he's like, "Oh, he came and made everything better." He's like, no. He came and took all the Christians, and after they were gone, <laughs> we were able to. <laughs> oh, that's good. Uh, speaking of things maybe getting better, I started to read a book called The Fourth Turning that I was going to have you oh, read yeah, with that's me, right. but you refuse. I just don't I don't believe in books. I don't they don't exist. The world is flat and books aren't real. <laughs> He's a Nazi now, everybody. Uh anyway, it's about how history repeats itself like every eighty to hundred years. It's split into four mm-hmm. groups mm-hmm. and we're just now entering what you call the fourth turning. It's essentially a social analysis slash prophecy. Right. Uh but hopefully it means things so will get better because we're in the midst of a crisis. Read it. Oh, I'm like, I'm I swear that when I watched an in-depth video about it, that we're still yet to be effed in the A. You're saying no, no, no. that we're not. Well, I haven't finished it yet. Because I'm pretty sure that we're still up for World War III here in the next couple of yeah, years. We're, I'm like 25% of the way through, <laughs> and I think that we are at the tail end of the crisis. So some bad shit mm. could still happen. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but we're headed into... The nineties. We're at the tail end of a. <laughs> we're at the tail end of the crisis. So all the boomers are going to die, and we can yeah. reclaim everything and make the world so far less terrible, and then we can ruin it for our kids. Right. <laughs> so far in the book, he has just outlined how this theory is not alone. Mm-hmm. Like it's been recognized in many cultures throughout history. And he's just giving like no, a it, shit ton it of all, examples. I mean, you just have to look at wars for it to make right. sense. Like they come like every 80, 80 years or so. Right. Like the big, big ones, like World War Two. Right. And the big ones. The Revolutionary War and you know stuff like Civil that. War. Civil War. Yeah. So, so yeah, no, yeah. I mean the pattern is very recognizable, but he's at least giving it some credibility by showing all these other ones. To, uh, to be honest, I'm at the point now where I'm like, okay, enough. I believe you. Just tell me what's going to happen, man. <laughs> he's not Nostradamus. It's close. <laughs> Listen, this I'll give you. I'll give you a tidbit. This was in the introduction. A tip. He wrote this book in 1997. Oh. And in it, he says, early in the 20th century. I'm sorry. 21st century. Early in the 21st, in the OO decade. Early in the OO decade, or sometime in there, a huge catalyst will happen in America. Okay. And then 9-11. It's talking about our song? 9-11, yes. <laughs> 9-11 happened just four hey. years later. Hey, you guys get so that, oh, we got the birds. That's uh, just a little tidbit of what he... Predicted? I mean, he he, and he's not, he's not trying to own it as a prediction. He's just saying this is, this is, the, this this, is the cycle. Is he starting a cult? Because well, I did give him ten grand. Okay, but uh, he asked. You well, know, like here's, here's he didn't have sex with my wife yet. Oh, 
Well, that's okay. which is the next step. That's the next step. Because I was thinking the other day, you know how I don't, I I need more social interaction in my life because I work from home, and I was like, you know what would be a great way to really meet people? A cult is to join a cult. Yeah. <laughs> what was that? Well, I mean, as crazy as they all are, yeah, they're all right. Well, yeah, I mean. <laughs> Obviously, yeah. every last one of them. Right, they're all that, right. Uh, those seven oh sevens coming from Zenu to collect the souls and 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 uh, what else is there? Eat your the, souls. The the spaceship that's taking all the Heaven's Gate people away. Or oh, that wasn't Heaven's Gate. Which is that one? Which one was that? The, the, <sighs> the Nike one. That was the Nike, Nike one where they all wore Nikes and drink. I think they that, yeah Kool-Aid. they weren't. I don't think they were waiting for a spaceship. I think they thought it was gonna everything was ending. I think they were waiting for a spaceship. But why would they kill themselves to get onto the spaceship? You have to That's die to get on the do, ship. I think so. No, oh. I don't know. There's been a lot. I got I got I got to differentiate some of my. I need to get back into cults. Honestly, we should probably make a prediction. Yeah. Based on what the government has released about UFOs. Okay. We're probably gonna see well, a lot of spaceship cults oh, pop spring up. Sure. I was gonna talk about this later, but since we're just we're on it. So since we've been gone, uh, they had the big UFO hearing. Right. right? Now Some people aren't aware. I've asked a couple people, like, I don't know what you're talking about. Right. Well, that's the thing. So, uh, of course, I watched, like, two TikTok videos, and then my feed was just right. constant UFO videos. Right. And I have some problems with what people were saying or are saying. Give us a rundown. This man was yeah. a... So, so there's, there's a... Um, a Senate hearing, right? They're under oath. It was the House, I believe. Or the House. I don't think it was Senate. I don't think it got that grand. Right. <laughs> <laughs> and these three these three guys are under oath. Uh, one, they're all, one was a pilot. I think two were F-18 pilots. Okay. And one was supposedly, he was part of. He was part of the intelligence the Black community, right? Something. Yeah. He was an intelligence guy for like right. 25 years. And so they're all under oath and they're being asked questions. And, you know, if you want to know the questions, look it up. But the, the, the gist is that aliens are real, right? And they're testifying to this under oath. But, well, but, hang on. That's, that's, that's not necessarily what they're saying. Yeah, that's not what he said at all. What, what is being said? This is, this is more like, well, I heard from a guy who heard from a guy. Right. That this is what's happening. He was simply testifying that the programs exist. Right. And how they were taking money to get them. Right. But he also said that he's, based on what he knows, mm-hmm. he's positive that UFOs exist. Right. Or what do they call them now? UAPs. UAPs. And that we have He said, and we then have he the said, craft. We have, we have some sort of craft. And then he also said he has non-human biologics, right? Which could have been like which a, Neil deGrasse Tyson was like that could actually be just a raccoon. Like it could so. be a it, it could be a barnacle, <laughs> right, on the bottom of their spaceship, right, right. Yeah, I mean <laughs> it could be algae. Yeah, it's so yeah, that's so, what he said. And when probed, he said, "I'd have to answer that in a skiff, right, in a, a secret." So there secret might hearing. be more meetings with the with these uh, these senators. That uh, delve deeper into it, but my issue is, is everyone's like aliens are real. These guys said it, right. and I'm like, that's not, 
well, what I saw over and over again was the government confirms aliens are real. I'm like, that's nah, the government not even remotely close to what happens. In fact, you should still be really skeptical because this is just three guys. And honestly, they all three look a little <laughs> like flat earthers or something. They all look a little crazy. Who are we with? Someone We were talking about this with someone and they brought up the point, which is what are they trying to distract us from? Yeah. That. Which is another... Trump, I don't know. <laughs> it's another great. It's not. It's it's it borderlines on on conspiracy, right? Right. That they they're doing this to distract us for something else. Unfortunately, the American people, except for us on this show, right, are like whatever. I don't care. Right. Does it affect so, me? Does it affect me? I have to pay there more. There is still no. There has been no evidence presented to the American people to confirm that we right. are in fact in possession of extraterrestrial technology. Other no, right. Other than the footage they've released. Right. But that, and their and their sort of explanation for what they saw. Right. Right. Yeah. I mean, there's still lots of videos, there's still lots of stuff and there are people in the government that say we don't know what those are. And if you ask Tom DeLong, who is frankly he's responsible for some of this happening. Right. Uh he claims that it's not aliens, that it's actually interdimensional humans. Well, okay. So, I want to get into that. Okay. Right, because a few weeks ago we were driving to band practice, and you asked me a question: Is the world prepared, or or are we ready to hear about aliens? And my first thought is, yes, sure. People from other planets—that totally makes sense. But in these hearings and and some of these other things, people start bringing up other dimensions, right? And we're not and ready for time that. travelers. <laughs> and I'm like, hold on, full stop. No, we aren't ready for that. No, no, no. That's that's a whole that's a whole nother thing. That doesn't just because you can still you can still have you know the, one of the biggest problems with aliens coming is it kind of puts a kibosh on a lot of religion, right? Right. You can still have religion with aliens. Sure, you can. But it, when you start getting into dimensions. other dimensions, and then it's kind of like, oh, right. Yeah, that just is like that's a lot. Right. That's a lot to take in. Well, not to mention, there's only a handful of physicists who have been able to even try to explain this to the lay people. Right. You know, which means that they probably don't understand it. Right. You know, they don't get it. They're like, well, you just imagine, like, sheets of paper. <laughs> <laughs> it always comes down to a sheet of paper. Time travel, you fold it. Right. Interdimensional, they're just parallel to each other. Right. So yeah, and then I started thinking about um, well, what if what if aliens are tele telepathic, right? I think that's something that's completely possible, completely plausible. Like they can communicate through your through your telepathically through, through their minds, right? Sure. And then I was like, whoa, if they can just read our thoughts, then we can't lie. And then what does that do for for <laughs> us, right? Because humans just lie so much. I think that I think it's more likely that an alien species or a species i should say creates some sort of uh device that allows them to communicate telepathically Either way. than to be able to communicate with someone who doesn't have sense i don't know device. man if okay so you're telling me you're telling me you're okay with other dimensions but you're not okay <laughs> with telepathy i didn't you're say like, that I didn't, like, all i said is what that's there's what, other dimensions bro but i got to draw the line at telepathy no, no. I, all I'm saying is that's what Tom DeLong said. Right. Right? And he has some credibility now. Look, I'm fully open to the idea of other dimensions and other planes of existence and whatnot. I mean, 
the other the other theory, which I like even more, or or I I can get behind, is that they're not aliens, and that they're time travelers. Just time travelers. And this is that's what we look like evolved two million years in the future or whatever. And that's like oh yeah, that sure. would make sense. Sure. Yeah, we got bigger. I don't heads, know what they're doing here. Smaller bodies. They're gonna they're gonna break their timeline. They're not gonna be able to get back to it. But well, I think it was your theory. Maybe you co-opted it. That was uh, they're they come back to watershed moments yeah, to oh, witness yeah. them. Well, that's what I would do, right? <laughs> <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah. So what we should we never did this, but we should have looked through like newspapers right. from you know right before the atomic bomb. Well, yeah. Right. And and like did did sightings spike around that time? Well, they, they definitely spiked after. That's true. Um, but, you know, the fact of the matter is, when you get down to it, is we all have cameras on our phones yeah. that can take pretty decent video, and there's still not a ton of compelling video out there. Unless of they erase it. I guess. If there's men in black that come and take care of it, then Well, I mean, maybe. if we're in a sim and they just rewind the sim. Yeah. Someone said that they found code in the string and string theory, so who knows, <laughs> right, man? Right, man. You just don't know. <laughs> all of it could be true. Right, we could have no real experience up to this point. Right, everything, everything in our memory could have been implanted right before this moment, right now. This is true. It's weird. You'd never know. Never know. Even though it seemed like we lived it, but right, I you'd don't have know. the memory. I don't know. Like it's like if you could successfully do a brain transplant, that's what would happen to that person. Although then you'd wonder which person is that. Yeah. If John gave his brain to Jim. Mm-hmm. Is Jim still Jim? No, I think it's John now. <laughs> John in Jim's body. Right. It's not Jim with John's brain. Mm. Yeah. 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 I agree. Yeah. Because the brain is the right. It's the that's, powerhouse that's, of that's the, the cell. That's the thing, man. That's like, yeah. <laughs> I mean, if you took yeah. a, if you took a, a, a motherboard and a CPU out of a computer into another computer, right, it would still be that computer. I agree. I had just never thought it of that just before. Be, it would just be refurbished. I've just never thought about the fact that we, who do you do a brain transplant for? Do you do it for someone whose brain is dying or for someone whose body is dying? Can't it be both? Holy fuck. Well, you only got one brain, though. You got one good brain. John's brain is good, but his body's dying. Jim's brain is bad, but his body is good. Well, you got to put the good brain in the body, then. Because the brain is the it's the brain. If you put the bad brain in the good body, what's that going to do? Hope I, that the body makes the brain better? But But Jim... With the good brain but bad body, in all sincerity, could still live, Jim. <laughs> <laughs> Man, what a trolley dilemma! <laughs> Can I just say? <laughs> I don't feel like that is a trolley dilemma. It's an easy decision. You got to put the good brain in the good body. I'm not, but a transplant doesn't have to be done. Jim could live with the ba- the good brain and the bad body. I see what you're saying. Right. Right. John's gone. John's gone. His body's great. But his, his his brain is gone. Mm. So given the choice, you you got to make the call. Would you let Jim live with a bad body, but he's still there, he's still conscious? Or would you take his brain unwillingly <laughs> and put it in John's good body? If you had the know, choice. Man. I know, right? It's a good one. I guess I'd have to ask Jim and John and see what their, you know, what their feelings John are. John can't say anything. His brain's that bad. <laughs> he's done, man. Yeah, he's toast. Oh, well, then screw him. 
<laughs> but two seconds ago you said Wait, if fuck he's Jim. already you gone, said fuck Jim. If he's if his brain is that far gone, then what's the point? We can just take the good brain and put it in his body. But then you're killing Jim. But who Jim, just he's, Jim apparently is already a vegetable. No, no, no. He's fine. He's conscious. His body doesn't work. Like a like a quadriplegic. But you said so. Wait, but his brain. His brain's great. His brain's great, but his body's body's gone. gone. So then we got someone with no brain and a good body. Yeah. So which happens all the time. <laughs> so we got a vegetable. Why not put the good? There's no there's no catch twenty two here. There totally there's not, is. There's not. There totally there's, is. Living as a vegetable? That's not living. Jim's not a vegetable. Jim is fully aware yeah, in but his he head. He has a bum body. He has a bum body. Which a lot of people have bum body, Spencer. Yeah, I, I know. <laughs> <laughs> I just want to, for the record, two minutes ago you said fuck Jim, and now you're saying, <laughs> I now you're then you said fuck John, and now you're back to fuck Jim. Well, I just I don't understand. So, someone had so Jim, get you guys. The birds are going crazy about it's this it's because they can't get out because I shut the door just enough where they're like like Jim is fully aware. Perfectly fine, consciously, his body does not work. Right. His body was run over by a train. Okay. He's just ahead. This is Jim's body. He's just ahead. Jim is just ahead. Jim just has a brain. But his he's body totally fine. Is kaput. He's totally fine. Okay. Yeah. Up, up above, above the neck. He's totally right. fine. John has a perfectly good body, but his head was severed by the same train. Well, then he's dead. <laughs> But we have this capability to transplant a brain. But he, his brain is dead. But we could take Jim's brain and put it in John if you say so. Yes, that's totally fine. What's what's what's? <laughs> John is dead, is he not? You're saying the body's not relevant at all. It's just no, about it's the just brain. A, it's it's just all about the brain. So let's say let's say we put Jim's brain in John's body. Okay? Yeah. Okay. Did we just save Jim, or did we save John? We saved the brain. We saved the brain. So, so does this person? So I'm a little lost, but I'm pretty sure that's Jim. Does John with the <laughs> does John with the John with the new brain? Does he go home with Jim's wife or with John's wife? What does he? T- is his head also John's? <laughs> yeah. Let's okay. Let's let's say it wasn't severed. Let's just say his brain went bad. His brain was cooked. So his face. His he, face is still John. So he, he, his body and his face are John, Every, the but his only, brain is Jim. Only thing that's Just that like changes. the recent Black Mirror episode. Yes. Does he go home with Jim's wife or with John's wife? Jim has the good brain, right? Jim has the good brain. He goes home with Jim's wife, and John's wife just has... You just have to hope... You just have to hope that Jim's wife is still attracted... To John. To to, to Jim in John's body. Right, to John physically, but yes. Now, this could cause some trauma. Oh, it's definitely going to cause trauma. trauma with John's wife because she's going to see John, but it's Jim. So if we can do brain transplants. This has gone off the rails. It has, but I mean, it's a good one. If you could do brain transplants, you're like, if one brain dies, fuck that guy. But they're dead. The brain, this is nothing without this. Well, I mean, this is nothing without this because according to you, because we could let Jim live with just yeah, his but, head. But, but if I put the dead brain, <laughs> if I put the dead brain in the good body, it's already in the good body, so obviously it doesn't matter. The brain has to control the body. But you could just let you could just let John die. 
John's already sure, dead. I guess. And but not... if you have the ability to save Jim. <laughs> the, you know what? You know what you're arguing for? Huh. You are arguing pro-organ donorship. If you have not signed your driver's license I to am, be an organ I'm a, donor. I'm a donor, <laughs> I think. The R-Take podcast has now convinced you to do so. Yeah, I'm a donor. I'm with you. I'm with you. You have successfully convinced me. I'm a donor. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Okay, wait. One last <sighs> question. One last question. In this scenario, Jim's good brain, John's good body, who's the organ donor? Uh, John. John. Although, his bo- is, the, is the brain an organ, or is it... I'm not sure, sure if the brain... Yeah. Yeah, it's an organ, isn't it? It's, it a, it's an organ. But John donated everything. He donated everything. So I think he And he's be... the one who died. Right. So, yeah. So John's the organ donor. I think this is easier. Even though Jim was... Jim's brain was the thing that was physically moved. Right. John is the organ donor. Right. All right. I'm with you. Okay, I agree. Move on. That was a good one. Anyway, aliens are are maybe real, maybe not. I don't know. Yeah. Hopefully, uh, you know they keep teasing us with uh, Morse coming. Uh, but you know what I found interesting about these these hearings is none of the major news networks picked it up. Well, do you know why? Except for uh, what's his his lonely <laughs> on News Nation. What's his bucket who got canned by CNN? Um, oh, Jake. No, uh, Jake. No, Tapper. Chris. Chris Cuomo? Chris Cuomo, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. <laughs> I think it's because it was partisan. Cuomo. <laughs> it was, it was, I mean, it was nonpartisan, I mean. Yeah, it was nonpartisan. Nobody According was arguing. to everybody yeah. that was there, it was like the most nonpartisan hearing right. they've ever yeah. had. <laughs> all of them were confused, like, I should be. They're all, they're all a, like, on the edge of their seat, like. Right. Jim <sighs> Jordan is looking at AOC like, I'm so pissed because. I just want to hate something! I hate you, but that was a great fucking question. You should just hate the aliens. <laughs> All right, you guys need to get out of here. I think I think people like the birds. Well, they're not even on video right now. No, you they're can just... hear them though. Oh, I don't know. All right, whatever. Anyway, moving on. Yeah. Um. So, like I said, uh, did you hear about the pr- the alleged superconductor? No. Really? Wait. Okay. So no. the, this these teams this team in North uh, sorry South Korea. Claimed that they had created a superconductor. Tell me what it does. What is a okay? Superconductor? A superconductor moves electricity with no resistance. Like room, what? a room. Te- it has room temperature. We have them now, but I think they have to be super. Like when you say no cold. resistor, does that mean wireless, or you just mean? I think it means it's like everything. It's just it's just flows perfectly. We just have to ask so Randy. You, so it still has wires. Well, it can. It's just a material. This is just oh, it's a material. A, it is the material. This is like oh, okay. they discovered the lithium or something. Right? So it's like because when you when you transfer power over a power line, you lose you voltage. You lose a lot. Okay. Yeah. And so this would have been a room temperature superconductor. Uh, so what are the ones we have now? They have to be like in a really cold. Yeah, room? Yeah, they have or? to be like super frozen. I think okay. like negative. You know, like shit in a server room. No, like uh, okay. colder than okay. that. I think. Um, because I don't think they have a practical use right now. They have to be so cold. Okay. Um, but uh, so these—it's a whole story of of like these guys, two teams were rushing to do it and trying to beat each other to it. Yeah. So people thought there was maybe some validity behind it. Um, and if we would have, if it would have been real, it would have changed the world. Apparently, like yeah. Star Trek level changed the world. 
Right. Like electric cars charge instantly, wireless. I'm, yeah, I'm trying to think of. I don't know anything about it, so I'm trying to think of what the application would be. Uh, from ever like multiple videos on TikTok are like this is changes Star everything. Trek level technology that we'll okay. be dealing with. Um, and it was just someone's T-shirt they cut out. Like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so um, it went to um, you know, the the formula, whatever got released so it could be peer-reviewed, and I guess all the peer reviews started falling through one by one, and it, it is not... That's why you don't tell anybody until it's peer-reviewed. Right. Well, that's normally... A, no that's, press releases. Yeah. 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 Um, so we don't have... We're not going to have crazy new technology, I guess. But I did want to talk about this other crazy new technology that I discovered on a, on a Facebook video today <laughs> that I am super... Super excited. I just sent you a little text there so you can see. Okay. Um, the Michelin Group, which, you know, makes tires, right. uh, is testing out a new uh, means of propulsion on um, boats, on, on container boats. Okay. Now, hold on to yourself. They're going to use sails. <laughs> <laughs> so, <laughs> this is a new tech to to make boats move. Yeah. Ships move. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's just a sail. It's a sail. It's inflatable, I guess, instead of uh, it's raisable. Wing sail. Is it just cuz they're so fucking big? I guess. Cuz that's a that's a giant no, it's ship. It's a big it's a big sail. I, I, w- just, I mean, we're looking at we're looking at a cargo ship that we ne- unless you've seen one you have no scale for. Right. No, it's it's massive and it's so, inflatable. So and how it big seems are like these? it would take like wouldn't it take, take like, like a year? A ton of of energy to inflate them. Like yeah. maybe that it offsets the. <laughs> <laughs> you go through like all the fuel in the <laughs> ship just to inflate it. How uh, big I are don't these know. things? Well, they're obviously freaking huge. I don't know. Apparently, it can save up to twenty percent uh, fuel. Implementing fleet wide wind propulsion by twenty fifty could unlock an astounding one trillion dollars in fuel savings. Ooh, well, that's good. It's green. I just think it's funny that. Where, you know, like I'm just trying to 200 and 300 years removed from sales, and we're like, guys, hey, guys, 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 why about, did we move to motors? What about <laughs> sales, why did we move to <laughs> propellers? This little tiny thing, under whoa, whoa, whoa. sales <laughs> that's crazy. It, no one's ever that's it's that's insane. Wait a second, oh, okay, 100 square meters. Is that what uh, SQM means, I'm assuming? I believe so. Uh, okay, I don't... It's pulling up some stock thing. I just want to make sure I'm reading it right. The wing prototype with a surface area of 100 SQM. That's got to be square meters. It's got to be. Uh, so they're big. I mean, if you laid it down, it would be like half the length of the ship. Well, yeah. And there's two on there. There's also a yacht that has these affixed to them, one of the really big fancy yachts out yeah. there. I just um, really wish they would give us, like, a length width. You know, is that really that hard well, to do? Well, I mean, do? if you look at them right there, if you were to connect the two together, they'd be as long as the ship. Right. And they'd probably be as wide as the ship. I mean, those are too. massive. Like, it's really hard. They they did put a little boat in. It, that's probably a giant yacht next to it. <laughs> next to it in this picture. Because a, a freaking cargo ship, they're massive. You, oh, they are huge. Until you see a little a cargo container being loaded on one right you know you're like is that what i'm looking at it doesn't look right i just don't understand how they also fit the containers on there because if this (laughs) This were a container ship the containers go like as high as the right the bridge there oh i don't know maybe they have to work around them i guess 
Yeah, sales, though. We're back, baby. <laughs> <laughs> sales are back. I came up with a crazy theory yesterday. I was thinking, um, you know, we have electric cars now, but I was like, what could be more fuel efficient than electricity? And I was like, what if I took my car, got a horse, attached it to the front, <laughs> attached it to the front, then all I need is hay. Yeah. And then I've got lots of water. One horsepower right there. One HP. And if I need more, I'll just attach more horses. You've got a yard. And if I get up to like 220 horses, my car would be as fast as it is with the fuel. And all you're using is and hay. All I'm using is renewable hay. It's so fucking simple. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> simple. sales and hay. Hello. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's great. Um, speaking of boats. Have you ever heard of SVN? Oh, sorry, SSN. Social Security Number. That's not. I don't actually know what it stands for. <laughs> uh, Whatever it is, they should change it because that is. Yeah, that is. That's been taken. Number. SSN eight oh one. And that's also our zip code. It is or our area code it rather. It is. It is. Oh, is that? Oh, I just googled it. Yeah, I did. So I don't know how this hasn't been made a bigger deal around here. Oh, come on though, come on though. What? Like, I'm just reading this. Everybody, it's a, it's a sub. Yeah. But it's a Virginia class submarine. Well, that's what the that's how <laughs> just it change, works. Change the classification. But that's how it works. The first the first run the first run of the ship is the class. So know. the first one was Virginia. It's just just lazy. like they just like the that, Enterprise the, the USS Enterprise. The spaceship is a Constitution class because the first ship was a Constitution, the USS Constitution. I think it's lazy. I think. But they that's what it's. That's they, always been that way. I, I'm that's telling, the way our I don't care how it's always been. I think it's lazy. Are are uh, yeah. you couldn't think of another word for the classification? Well, that's how it works. That's how the I, Navy's done it. I don't care how it's always been done. It's lazy. You could come up with a cooler word. Okay, whatever. Right? You tell me you couldn't come up with a cooler word than Virginia. You, Virginia could still be the boat. The USS Virginia is a well, there blank is, class. There is a USS Virginia. I know, and it's a Virginia. But class no, submarine. it should be a blank class submarine. It should be a new, cool, a cooler word than a state name. Well, you'll have to go back to the Royal Navy and take <laughs> it up with them once we get time. Machine. Isn't that funny that we? Declared our independence, fought a whole revolution, <laughs> and we kept their stupid naming there's like scheme. A, there's like a lot of weird. I learned the other day that uh, I haven't verified this, but someone uh, they were doing trivia, and they said that, that uh, the uh, the trains when they blow their horn yeah. at a crossing, it's Morse code, and it's Q, and that stands for Queen. <laughs> And I guess they, and they we took still do it. England. Yeah, I always thought it was "Here Comes the Bride." <laughs> sure. Uh, by the way, by the way, SSN SS denotes submarine ah. because there's only one S in submarine, so right. let's make it two, and then N denotes nuclear. Oh, there you go. So it's a nuclear submarine. So SSN this new nuclear submarine, the USS Utah, was recently commissioned. It is in service now, I believe. Um, there are people in Utah with the area code 385 and 435. I know, but they if you read about it, they actually skipped ahead and skipped some submarines to make sure that it was 801, <laughs> just to be cool. 
plus let's plus, listen listen plus, can i screw those four three five people screw them they're barely utah what you're telling me saint george count three eight five richfield though? they live in U- richfield they live Beaver, in the, they live in the valley the three eight five listen hmm. skipping submarines to go to 801 that's creative virginia class <laughs> not creative Make it a cool word. It could have been Enterprise class. That's cool. Well, if the Enterprise would have been the first class, the first vote, it would have been right. But it wouldn't have. I don't know. It shouldn't have been. It shouldn't have been the USS Enterprise. Then it should have been USS Blank. That's why all Enterprise class. That's why all our new submarines are Eisenhower class because that was the. uh, The first one of this new class. Yeah, I just think it's lazy. I just yeah. Uh, there's no creativity there, you know. I like what they had to. They had. I like what they had to do to get to 801. That's that's clever. That's cheeky. I can't find out what class the Enterprise was. Where's it at? Anyway, um. So yeah, we have. This is the second ship to be named Utah. Right. There's one at the bottom of Pearl Harbor. Right. Which I read about today, and it was actually just a training ship. It was oh, it was up. moored there, and it was used for. Was it a sub? No, it was a battleship built in like 1909 or something. Battleship. And uh, but they used it to test to train on the the guns. It was like fully loaded with all the different kinds of guns. So not it, training to them. <laughs> yeah. Not training to the enemy. Well, no. See, don't you find it? I mean, listen. Do you find it just a touch disrespectful? Huh? Do <laughs> we have a do we have a sunk Utah? And we're renaming another <laughs> ship Utah? That is pretty, that's pretty right? tough. It's not like we decommissioned it and, like, took it apart. And, like, well, that one's gone. Let's rename a new one. Like, this one's still – you can go see it. It's just – it rises. What's, what's the one that's – risen in the ashes. What's the ship at Pearl Harbor that's – the top is still out? Is that the Utah or the Arizona? Ah, uh, it's Arizona, isn't it? Anyway. Utah is still there, though, they said. Oh, yeah. There's a – I mean, there's, like, 30 ships down there, you know? It was – it said also so that it was redesignated as something else when it was moored at Pearl Harbor. Yeah, so, so it, we didn't even create a new – Utah. We didn't even make it a new battleship. We made it a new but sub. it's a nuclear submarine. Yeah, it's the latest and greatest. You know the battleship guys hate the fucking submarine guys. Yeah, but the submarines are definitely way cooler. Except for if you want to like, we might there. have an argument there. I wouldn't want to be in. We one. have, we <laughs> might have an argument as to what's cooler. I don't know, man. I mean, the if, submarine, if, if you like black and like, if you it, play Call of Duty, yeah, and you are consistently a sniper, you might like submarines. <laughs> I'm not that though. I well, then I don't know why you do. I just battleship cool, is man. way more the battleships are out. out. They're they're outdated. We don't even need them what do you anymore. Mean outdated. We don't need a battleship. What are you talking what are you about? You still got to rule the seas. We you got to get with planes. One aircraft Listen, carrier. Who protects the aircraft carrier? The submarines. <laughs> or a couple. <laughs> a couple of battleships. battleships. Right. Yeah. How's a submarine going to protect? It's got air- a crap load of missiles. Listen to what I'm saying. How do you protect an aircraft carrier from a sub? From a, an air threat, you shoot a, a tomahawk straight out of the uh, <laughs> the the bay. I don't think so. I don't think submarines have ever been designed for surface to air. Well, they have. This one is equipped with nuclear missiles. Right. They're yeah. Those it'll, are those are to hit. Drop. Those sh- are to bomb Russia. On Russia, you got to. How are you going to protect your aircraft carrier with a nuclear warhead? With other aircraft, you launch your F-18s and F-35s immediately. Do you know how long that takes? Do you know how long it takes to it's, scramble jets? It does jets? seem like it takes way longer than it should, right? 
Like if you watch the videos, it's like, all right, all right, guys, all right, we're all gonna die. They're, they're if like, we don't get they're these like, up. They're like two minutes like, out. Maybe cut some corners. I don't know. <laughs> uh, Thirty seconds <laughs> out. Checks. You're just like I noticed that you're kind of maybe kinda... just hit the button. <laughs> just go. <laughs> Can't help but notice you're just buckling your your chin strap. I know. We're ten seconds out. I was watching a it was a a C17 video. They were doing an emergency drill to try and get out within 15 minutes, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> it's just like, come on, guys. Let's go. Like, you're going to die. Right. I noticed. <laughs> like, I know you got to do all your checks, but, you know, it'll probably still take off. Maybe just do some of them in the air. I like. I know that was a drill, guys, but I'm watching the tape, and you guys are just walking. <laughs> it's safe. That's the safe thing to do, sir. Tell me, in a real okay. threat, would you walk or run? I, I mean, I'm not. <laughs> I don't know. I felt bad. In this C-17 video. Everyone's running towards this the C seventeen. You can tell who the the fat one is in the group because they're so far <laughs> behind everyone else. I'm like, oh, that poor girl. But man. battleships have like fucking rail guns now and C rams and this is a like nuclear fifty millimeter submarine. Shells. It can stay underwater for like a month. Not if it's shot. It won't not get another, underwater. How's it gonna no- get shot? Listen, Russia, by some Russia. Submarine? Russia dominates us on subs. <laughs> Not anymore. They don't dominate us on anything. That's true. I think this Ukraine has... Man, has for real. <laughs> have you seen the videos of the little drones? We're talking like the $150 drones. You can yeah, get a Target. They strap an RPG to it yeah. and just drive it, fly it into tanks. Yeah. That's what's beating Russia. Uh, is $150 drones... I don't know how their whole army hasn't just been like... With yeah. an RPG duct tape to it. Uh, <laughs> hey, Vlad, listen... Um, that's, we love Mother Russia. I mean, here's the thing. That's like getting a water balloon shooter <laughs> with elastics and well, two people holding it. That's how you shoot down the drone is with a <laughs> freaking super soaker. I got it, guys. <laughs> What's that? The super soaker 50? <laughs> <laughs> you got to have at least a fucking 75 to take down this drone. I never got this like the the, the real, number. The really one that I that I wanted. Oh, like I the, had the cheapest like the know, double yellow one. I wanted the the hardcore. I never got the biggest, right. baddest. Like super the double soaker. tank. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Also, they were never as cool as. No, because it you took had to forever do so to pump. Much work <laughs> to pump them. It took forever to pump up. It's a really good thing to give like a you know eleven year old coming into puberty. Right now they're they gonna got need, they're going to need those muscles. Now they got the <laughs> now they got the battery powered shit. Oh, geez. give me a couple this, D cells. This generation, yeah. <laughs> Take down these drones. Um. All right. Well, anyway, I'm I'm going to make some T-shirts because I think it's cool that we have a, a ship named after the state. It's I think a brand it's, new ship. I think it's not only lazy, but it's disrespectful. It is kind of when when you put it that way. It's pretty. <laughs> it's pretty funny. But come on, it's been it's been it hasn't it's even been, been a hundred years. years. It hasn't even years. been a hundred years. Only fifty eight people died on the Utah. <laughs> the rest escaped. They said it's only been. It has not even been a century. Look, it was, it was nineteen forty one is when it was hit. So how many? It's been sixty, seventy, eighty, eighty years, right? right. Yeah, eighty four, eighty two years. years. Not even a hundred. I think that's fine. Not even a hundred years. It's time. <laughs> it's time. I always thought that was weird in Star Trek. People who s- commission ships directly <laughs> after one explodes, yeah, like, and kills everyone. Like, pff, just print it, move it, move it on. Pe- someone who survived could still be alive. They'd be really Unlikely, old. but they'd be maybe. really old. If they were seventeen, they'd be a hundred. That's true. 
All right, so and it's they'd probably they'd probably be at the commissioning ceremony <laughs> for, for the new one, the SSN eight hundred one. You guys forgot about my brothers. The, most of them made it. Anyway, so they might then there might be a few still alive. Speaking of World War Two, yeah, I went. <laughs> so last week, I uh, my friend, I have a friend here uh, that just moved back. His name's Sean. And I was like, let's go watch Oppenheimer. Mm-hmm. And I have another friend, and we're like, let's let's go on Thursday. He's like, I can't make it till eight. And I was like, hmm. <laughs> luckily he bailed. Jake bailed. And he's like, let's go tomorrow. I'm like, okay. So we went on Friday. We're gonna go Friday at six. I bought the tickets, and we're about to go. And he's like, hey guys, uh, I just got called in for a SWAT, a SWAT call. I'm like, okay, this better show up on the news, bro. <laughs> anyway so i went to go see oppenheimer at six Mm -hmm. which you should probably see it at noon it's long it was so long it's very long and i'm starting to think that i'm going crazy because all the reviews on rotten tomatoes both critic and audience on this movie are high i thought it was terrible terrible it was so so long it had so many weird scenes in it. And I'm just like, who, what is this for, Chris? Like, somebody reel this director in. <laughs> Listen, I will. First, my rating, I would give it maybe a solid. Did you see it? Yeah. Okay. I'll give it a solid seven. Really? That high? Yeah. I'll give it a seven. Um, because I think it tells the story pretty well. I will say, if you've seen it, you'll know, might know what I'm talking about. I did not expect it to go the direction it did in terms of having um, an antagonist in a congressman. Right. I didn't expect that. And maybe that's what Chris was trying to point out. I guess. Right? After two hours, maybe. I was like, can you just point me to the Wikipedia article and I'll just read it, it did feel and that finish way. it up. Yeah. Because after they tested the bomb, I'm like, all right, where's the credits? Yeah, I was surprised that it went that direction, um, which is essentially the whole movie. What was with all the the random sex scenes? Like, who was that for when he's in the when he's in the the hearing there on the table? Yeah, like what what is this, Chris? I think that it it was weird and unnecessary. First of all, you have to accept the fact that it's someone's art. Yeah, right. Sure, right. I mean, asking why there's a sex scene would be like asking a painter why did you use red in that little corner right there. Right. I guess. But but it speaks to the personality of Oppenheimer because you do run the risk in this type of movie making him out to be a completely moral hero. Right. Right. But so I you think... show these sex scenes where he's clearly cheating on his wife. But it also points out later that he was cheating on his wife with someone else. Uh, right. And that, I mean, you could have just said that and it would have been fine. Look, I'm not, the first couple sex scenes, whatever. It was that one in the in the room. I'm like, what is going on here, man? I don't know. <laughs> Such a prude. Where did this come from? I don't know. I don't, I don't, you know, it's weird because people, I feel like I'm the guy who people are afraid to bring home to their families because they're afraid I'm going to say something. <laughs> well, I mean, they should be right. You are that but person. But I don't. I don't love sex in movies. I think it's just. Ah, you've said that before. I just don't think it's necessary. It's like. So no, I don't. I feel think... like it's exploiting these actresses, and I know that that maybe it's empowering for them. Maybe it's not. I've heard you know mixed stories, but I'm like, who? 
why why do we need this porn in this movie? If I want to watch porn, I'll just go watch porn. I don't know. Once again, I know I understand. It's someone's art. I'm just art. saying that if I were writing the movie, I don't think I'd ever put it in because I just don't think it's necessary. I know I'm sure tons of people are like, this guy's a, a doofus, dumb mother, but that's just me. Yeah, I so no, I don't think it's I don't think it's Nolan's best work. I know some people do. Uh yeah, I I'd give it a I'd give it a set. Like I would watch it again. I saw Ninja Turtles last night. How was it? One hundred percent better than Offenheimer. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I there's so I still haven't seen Mission Impossible. Yeah, we're supposed to go see that. <clears throat> yeah. Um But I mean I'll agree with you in in the fact that there was uh a lot of a lot of press for this movie, but that's also I'm that's also, also just smart movie. I'm making. also saying that I've seen plenty of three hour movies, and I've never been like that eager for it to be over. Oh, I like, have. Looking at my watch, being like, so Horror? I actually didn't feel that way. Surprisingly, it was it wasn't until I was leaving I was like, that was really long. Yeah, I knew going into it, which maybe helped. Yeah, well, but I mean, definitely like Lord of the Rings. The last Lord of the Rings that was like four uh, fucking well, hours, I mean, yeah, and it like faded to black six times, <laughs> and then faded back in. Like that one was long, right? Uh, I do think that we should maybe bring back an intermission for movies that are more than that are three hours long. Yeah, that wouldn't Just be give people ten minutes. Take a pee. Yeah, get some more. Popcorn. It's not that hard. There's scene changes refill all the your time. Pocket, probably make yeah. more money that way. Um, I know they used to. Mm-hmm. You know. Uh, so yeah, I'll agree with you. I think the 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 historicity of it, I think people love, right? Like uh, like Chris Landers, who's been on the show right. a few times. He loved it. He's a history guy. He loves that stuff. So I think he might have liked the, I, to see the history I of it. I feel like that movie would have been better served as a 10-part miniseries on Showtime or HBO. Well, and that, that could be. And I think, I don't, once again, artistic expression mm-hmm. right you you said what would you have done let me say what i would have done i would have simply made the bomb <laughs> i would have made it where everyone was having sex <laughs> the entire movie like no the matter what movie. because that's what's really happening meetings, gay sex with the men it was just everything oppenheimer's yeah. bending albert einstein over they're right. just oh oh hey yeah. albert what did you say to albert i said i want to take you in the back <laughs> your cock. and it really pissed him off <laughs> I would have I would have focused more on just making the bomb itself the antagonist. Right. Which they he kind of did, but then it steered into this other way with uh Robert Downey Jr.'s character. It steered into like, no, he's the real antagonist. Right. It's like, no, you could have stayed focused on the bomb and the moral reckoning right. that comes along with the bomb. He didn't really spend that much time on that. Uh, I mean, you're right. But there was definitely that was made apparent that a oh, lot of sure. the scientists were not stoked on what happened. Yeah. And it also made me realize, well, I mean, I've always kind of had a weird, you know, real, uh, like, should we, should we not have, I oh, don't know. Oh, it's tough. Um, but I never really even thought about, it kind of brought the perspective of, we were building it for Germany. Right. And then after we, after we lost, or they, they, they quit, should have we just called it? Like, we, we won, they weren't going to do anything. I don't know. The German, the German people... Or the German army, I should say, was was they were a lot of them were conscripted, like you've always talked about. Yeah, the Japanese army wasn't right. These right. these these boys were ready to go down. Oh yeah, they were. I know that. No I know. way. There was there were still some generals that were never right. Never, they never they quit. Could, they, they killed never, themselves. Yeah, I mean, they they committed suicide. 
Yeah. Right? If they lost. And that was normal. They had a special knife that they right, did it right, with. Right. You know? Uh so I I agree. <sighs> For the, for the little amount of reading and study here's, I've done on this, I agree that the ground invasion of Japan would have been... No, that would have been terrible. It might not have been but as many Japanese. What if what if we just dropped the bomb right off the coast and said, hey, <laughs> checkmate? Well, like, I, I you sure you want to... I think that's what Hiroshima was supposed to kind of... Right. I think they were planning on dropping two all along, don't get me wrong. Mm-hmm. But I think there may have been a little hope, like, that ne- the next day they'd be like, okay... Please don't do that again. Right. But they, they're like, we don't care it. about those people anyway. Yeah. So I, it's tough. It's what do you um, for? I mean the the, um, I think I talked to you about it before. The napalm raids of Tokyo were way more deadly and ho- more horrific than the atomic bombs. Right. Like there was one raid that killed like a hundred thousand people. Because the whole city was on fire. Like, it wasn't... Right. It, you know, it's... Anyway, those napalm raids were crazy. What do you think about the Enola Gay being on display? Uh, I think it's appropriate. It's on display in a museum setting. You know? This is what was used to drop it. You know? It's the same... Like, I went to Hill the other day, and they've got a little tiny... It was yeah, a, I know. They've little, got, they've they got, got the little swastika. The little uh, flags, right. you know? Um, they have well, they have a big one that apparently some troops brought back. Right, but they don't have it displayed. It's just on a wall. You know that have I have I told you I've got two Nazi flags, right? No, I've really not told you that. Uh, or maybe three. Oh, I don't have them. My ma or my they're in, like from the war. Yeah, oh, right my on. grandpa bought, brought back like a like a street one that goes from building to building. Yeah, and just like, I think a normal one. That's crazy. And um, we have them in a trunk somewhere. But we one you can't sell them right. because Nazis will buy them, and I yeah, think well, I, antiques I, roadshow shit there, right. you know. <laughs> I got oh, this from under the blanket. Oh, I've never. I don't know what this is. <laughs> yeah, it was in one of my grandpa's war chests. <laughs> I'm sorry. Can you say that word again? Not not. Was it Nazi? 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 How do you spell that? <laughs> I don't know what you're referring to. Can you just tell me how much it is? How much is it worth? <laughs> I'm really up. I'm really hard up right now. Well, for the right buyer, that might be worth a lot. It's true. Um, so yeah, we don't know. We don't know what to do with them. We haven't. I think we at one point were trying to find a museum that wanted them, but I don't think we've had any success with that. So I guess maybe we just burn them, or I don't know. I don't yeah. know. Everybody, it's listen, an interesting piece of history for sure. I wouldn't burn them. Right. No. I if from if they're look if I stole. A Nazi flag from someone's house that they bought. Yeah, I would burn it. Right. Well, yeah. <laughs> but I wouldn't. I wouldn't burn one that came back from a war. I also have a a Walther PPK that he stripped off some Italian or German soldier. That's nuts. It shoots still too. That's that's fucking crazy. Yeah, that's pretty cool. Uh, so anyway, yeah, I'm fine with the Enola Gay being on display. I think that in a museum setting, you're still gonna get the people who were like, you know, yeah, America, you know. Fuck the Japanese. You know what I mean? But uh, I think it's just a piece of history. Um, we don't even know, really, how much the world changed because of that. Like, it's, it's, it wasn't even 100 years ago. I don't know, but I think Oppenheimer, that was interesting, what he supposedly told Einstein. Yeah. That was like, yeah, that sounds... That could be. Yeah. Could be, bud. The nuclear weapon is the most 
unnecessary, stupid device that humans have ever created. And well, especially to the scale that we now have. Right. Oh, the hydrogen bomb, I should say. Yeah. Um, and the amount that we created. You really only need one Czar Bomba. <laughs> yeah. You just need one of those. You need one for every major city. <laughs> <laughs> Dude. It's, uh, it's such a dumb tool that we have, and there's no- nothing good comes of it no. at all. There's did, no redeeming... Did you know in the early 90s, Ukraine signed a treaty with America, Britain, and Russia to give up their nukes? In exchange for guaranteed peace? Oh, they probably shouldn't have done that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Can you believe that shit? I didn't know that. I had to look probably it up. Probably shouldn't have done that. Oh. Uh, that's crazy. Jeez. Um, but anyway, nukes, man. Yeah. It's just, no wonder the aliens come hover around them and be like, hey, you guys probably don't need these. It's <laughs> right. really stupid. What's the pando? Well, I know what the pando Do is. You? Why did you put it in there? Well, um, I don't remember if they were talking about it on the radio. That's where I just was. Yeah. Um, but did is... you know that the largest living organism on the planet is in Utah? I was just there. That's I know. where Fish Lake I know, is. I know. It's in the Fish Lake. Yeah. Um, I have to drive right through it. National Forest. They but... literally built a road right through this organism. <laughs> <laughs> so it's actually a giant tyrannosaurus right it's a lot it's like the Loch Ness monster yeah no i mean no one thinks about this kind of uh when you think of organism i don't know you wouldn't think uh you're like oh is it like a giant tree or something you know (laughs) but it's actually uh a giant clone aspen it is a colonial orgasm organism Uh, so it's, uh, a bunch of quaking aspens. Yeah. And aspens are all interconnected. Yeah. And it's big. It's huge. It's big. It's, and it's all just one living yeah. organism. And it's right here in southern, mid-southern Utah. It's in right. The Fish Lake region. It's right next to Fish Lake. To get, to get there, like I said, there's a road right through it. It's all fenced off, but it's, there's right. a marker that says this is the Pando. Um, but yeah, it's just a, a shit ton of aspens all grouped together it's crazy it's cool yeah so next time you're in fish lake where i've never been to that area before that's well, peaceful you know get rent a pontoon go do you fishing. ever worry that the aspens are going to come to life and i do i do because <laughs> you hear growling <laughs> when you drive through them oh uh, i don't even know if i want to talk about this anymore it's such an old news story but i do i guess i guess i should get your uh your take on it? There's no, there's no <laughs> old, there's no old news. Well, it is pretty old. But did you did you hear about the? Um, this is in Utah, of course. I believe it's even in Utah County, Sky Ridge High School. No. Um. So a kid had coitus, sexual coitus, sexual intercourse. Intercoitus. With his girlfriend three times during school hours. All in the same thing? Dude, he's 18 or 17, <laughs> of course. Come on. I mean, it just changes things. Come if on. it was different days, you know. Okay. Coitus three times. I think it was like senior skip day or something. In the school. In the parking lot. In the parking lot. Yeah. So not in the school proper. Right. Just in the parking lot. Okay. 
just couldn't find another place to do it, so they just went to the car. Anyway, I, you really didn't hear about this story? No, I really didn't. The parents are suing the school. For what? What damages? The, like, what? The... My son has sex. The Latter-day Saint couple, whose faith prohibits premier, sued the district and some administrators, arguing that their constitutional rights to parent their child and freedom of religion had been violated. Did someone force them to have sex? (laughs) Yeah. The principal was out there with a gun and a knife. Yeah. Like, like rubbing it across his throat. Like, come on. Like... Freedom of religion, how is that violated? Unless someone forced them to have sex. Can you imagine being this kid and having your parents do that? I'd probably disown my parents after that, right? I I just had sex with my girlfriend. Right. Like, that's all I did. Oh, (laughs) we are suing. You're what? We are suing the school. They infringe. You know what? And you know what we're going to do with the money? We're going to give it all to the church. (laughs) Probably. (laughs) Um, that's weird, man. If that's not the most ridiculous lawsuit. If I were a judge, I would, I would countersue those right. parents. And uh, why are you wasting my time? Right. Pay me a million dollars and go fuck yourself. As a judge, you have infringed on my right to work on to not, normal things. To not be <laughs> inundated by dumb lawsuits from a dumb couple with right a dumb to parent. Kid. Right to parent. I, it doesn't make any. None of it makes sense. Like if you're, if okay, if they went. I'm sure this is going to be brought up in the case. But if you're, if they went to a motel and had sex, would you sue the motel? I don't. These parents probably would. That's crazy. We didn't like, not so you you're, you're you you believe it's a great sin, right? Sure. And you instead of instead of taking it out on your child. You take it out on the school. Take it out on the school. Instead of blaming the child. Keep in mind that this isn't a great sin. It's you think it's a great sin. Right, right. Right? I mean, good for the kid, I guess. If the kid's getting less harsh punishment because they're taking it out on the school, then all right. How embarrassing. Like, (laughs) these parents, they've got to be millennials, right? They've got to be dumb, conservative millennials. Like, there's no way... A boomer or a Gen X parent would do this. Well, if they're 17, if they're 16, then they, yeah, they were born in what, 2007? Then, yeah, yeah, it could, it could easily be a, it's probably a millennial parent. Yes. I don't know, man. It it probably is. It's the dumbest freaking thing I've ever heard. Yeah, that's pretty funny. These parents should, should be tarred and feathered. Well, isn't know. that a strange turn of events? <laughs> 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 oh. Oh man. Um, let's see. What else do I have on here? Uh, we can skip that. Pakistan? Oh, uh, well, I I stumbled across. Have you So there's a uh the Waga border. Waga? Waga. Is w- this where they do the dances every day? Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> Have you seen this? <laughs> yeah, it's awesome. It's freaking crazy. So, India and Pakistan hate each other right. politically. Right. But they have these full-on celebrations every day. Well, is it every is it every day? Yeah, it's every day, I think. At the border where they they get up in their old traditional garb. Right. Military garb and do like these dances back and forth. Like, and people, there's bleachers. Like there are on each side yeah. of the of the border. Yeah, and they do these weird like, 
like military right. dances. Like think of the Nutcracker. Or something. No, you watch it and you're like, these guys don't hate each other. No, well, there's pictures of them like shaking hands right. afterwards but these, and stuff. But these They're two like, countries, good game. Good game. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, these two countries are full on enemies. Well, these countries' leaders are the full leaders, on enemies. right? Yeah, but that's you know, unfortunately, you that's, know, that's all I mean, that matters, right? Yeah, it's I've seen them. You go watch, go watch, go Google yeah. or YouTube Pakistan Indian border ceremony, ceremony, and you'll yeah. find it. It's seriously the wildest. I I don't know why I stumbled on it on Facebook or something, and it's just like, what? It's like I at first at first I was like, is there something going down at the border right now? What is this? What is this? And is this how they actually fight? Like, are they are they? Are they are they yeah, getting the, served? Yeah, they're, they're break- <laughs> they're, you got served. <laughs> they're breakdance fighting. Yeah, <laughs> it's, it's crazy. So check it out. Um, one more thing before we get to the main our main topics today. <laughs> <laughs> it's not really main. Yeah, I know. Um, lately, when I go to the movies, I'm 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 one. I'm burnt out on superhero movies. Yeah, I haven't even seen Guardians. I saw the preview for this Beetle movie, and I'm like, looks like Iron Man with a bug suit. Yeah. Like, why? Like, Did you hear the uh, take on how comedy movies are dead now because of the superhero movies? Oh, really? Because the superhero no, movies are kind of funny. There's not a lot of good comedies anymore, are there? They're kind of funny, but they have a $500 million budget. Right. And comedies don't. Like, a comedy like Dumb and Dumber. That's why all the comedies <laughs> are on TV now. Yeah. It was, I was like, it's kind of sad, actually. I yeah. hope they come back. Um. And then I'm burnt. So it just it seems like Hollywood is just well, cash grabs completely right now. Like yeah. they're making more. They keep burdening us with superhero movies and remakes and live versions of cartoons and blah blah blah. And every single one of them seems to spark some sort of outrage with conservatives yeah. because Blue Beetle's Hispanic and I don't know that's woke or something. And yeah. and Barbie is is. Oh, I saw a new uh, one today. Dominating, so that's. I saw a new one today about uh, Bradley Cooper playing uh-huh. playing Leonard Leonard Bernstein. Uh huh. And they gave him a prosthetic new nose. Oh. Because he's a Jew. Right. And he's, there's all sorts of grief about that. Isn't that, Bradley Cooper a Jew though? I have no idea. I think he's actually a Jew. He just his name isn't. His last <laughs> I have name no isn't. idea. But but people are up in arms, you know. Uh, of course. Because you could have got a Jew to play the character, and. They're also saying you didn't have to make Bradley Cooper's nose bigger. It's plenty big. That's true. <laughs> <laughs> but they're taking that on him, like, like he, you know what I mean? Unless, I mean, maybe he directed the movie. I don't know. I don't know. But anyway, anyway, so as you'll recall, Little Mermaid took a lot of heat. Yes. Right. And let me preface this by saying, I don't care that the Little Mermaid's black, and people that do should probably go farm themselves because it, it's. They're not find something. Find th- something more to you know real to be outraged about, like you know school shootings and such. Right, mermaids aren't real. Right, they're not real. And then apparently they're making Sleeping Beauty like brown or I. I again, I don't care. I think it's the dumbest reason to get upset. But here's my hot take <laughs> on these. Okay, now. I don't know why they f- see the need to remake all these animated movies to like basically clone movies with one added song yep. and updated characters cuz it's easy. It's easy, I guess, and well, it, it 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 makes them some money although I don't know if the last few have done very well. I think can 
can I give you my take on this? Sure. I think more than other times in history, we are longing for nostalgia. Well, our generation is I mean, I yeah, we, we I mean, need it, for sure. We want to look back to an easier time. It could be. That's probably has a right? lot to do with it. And Little Mermaid makes me remember when I was nine. Right. And things were easier. They were. You know? So maybe it's maybe it's just during a tough time we long for nostalgia and Sure. These companies I'm sh- I think I heard someone talking about this and writers were saying we write this stuff all the time and we pass it up the chain. The executives don't go for it. Mm-hmm. And so one, you could blame executives. Oh, right? that's easy because they are terrible. Yeah, you could. Maybe they're focus grouping it, and people are like, "No, I want something that makes me feel happy." <laughs> you know, <laughs> I want something nostalgic, or or I want something that makes me happy. And nostalgia is what it is, right? I think that could be what. Hey, it is, who are you making the Little Mermaid for? For yeah. the kids or for us? No, you're making it for you're making it for the people who will pay. Right. Well, anyway, so my hot take is. Instead of remaking these movies and causing an uprise because you switched out a character's gender or race or whatever, why not just make a new movie? Right. Just make a completely (laughs) new movie. And if you want to insert diversity into your – instead of going back and trying to correct your problems from the past, just make a a new movie. The American people, <laughs> the American people will go for what's pressed. Right. If you spent the same amount of money as you did pressing the new Little Mermaid, right? Simply pressing the old one, right? And that we're going to put it back in theaters, right? For three weeks, right? And you spent that same amount of money, I well, think basically get the same amount for I free. Th- I think you'd get it back, right? I think you'd make as much. Sure. We go for what's, and that was my point with Oppenheimer, right? Chris Nolan does it, and James Cameron. These mm-hmm. two guys are beasts of marketers. Right. They press movies for way longer than anyone else and way more. When were you seeing Avatar Way of the Water trailers? I don't know, like, like six th- years three ago? Three fucking years ago. Yeah, it was so long ago. Coming in 2039. That's why Cameron's... Whoa, <laughs> this will be so cool when yeah. I'm 80. That's why Cameron's movies are always so, so epic at the box office, because he spends... A billion dollars. We've been hearing about this for it. years. Yeah. It must be it good. It must be good. <laughs> it must be good. He, he convinced a studio to pay a billion dollars to do interviews and put posters right. up and ads. You know, I, so I think, I think you would absolutely win just, to do that. I just think if you want to add diversity, right. stop trying to go back in time and correct what you did and just... You make, know, make a new black princess. And Disney, yeah, that's make true. A new make Hispanic a new story. Princess. They're all the same story. And Disney tried this for a while with the Disney Vault. Remember, you couldn't buy movies. Right. You couldn't buy VHS mm-hmm. unless the vault was unlocked. Right, right, right. <laughs> so they they did it a little bit. Right. Now, I, think, I think if you press that nationwide, like Little Mermaid, re-released, three weeks only, you know. We went in and reanimated her to be black. <laughs> it looks a little weird with the red hair. But... There's like a border on yeah. it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I I don't know. I agree. No, I, I would... just it just seems like we're just we're spinning our wheels. There's no like every preview that I saw last night was like even the Paw Patrol movie yeah. preview was like a Power Rangers reboot. Yeah. Like 
I think we'll turn. Are there the, no original ideas left? I know. Yeah, I think we'll turn the corner eventually, but I think that's what's happening. Yeah. I think we want. We long for easier times. 2010 when Iron Man came out. Yeah. For I can't believe how long ago that was. Crazy. That's what bugs me about Marvel is they had ten years of a ton of movies. They were all good. They all they did a fantastic job syncing them all together. You ended it spectacularly. Now you're going back and doing little now subplots. Phase four. Like, <laughs> right. okay, write a new story. Like, yeah. why? What? We don't need to continue this on. You did it. You did it, Disney. Congratulations. Right. You did it. You did what no one's ever done. It was fantastic. You're not going to catch that lightning in the bottle. And really, again. you didn't. You bought it midstream. Oh, sure. <laughs> sure. Yeah. Anyway. Oh man, Manzanillo, Mexico. Okay. Lost at sea for months on a disabled catamaran with no way to cook and no source of fresh water but the rain, Australian Timothy Shattuck said he expected to die. Oh, no. There was a lot to like about the experience, he said, like when you would plunge into the sea for a swim or when his dog, Bella, would stir him to keep going. I did enjoy being at sea. I enjoy being out here. Uh, he recalled the full moon in early May that illuminated his turn away from the Baja Peninsula, his last sight of land, until he came ashore Tuesday. Shattuck, 54, smiling and good-humored, was the living image of a castaway with a long blonde beard and emaciated appearance. He joked with a group of reporters Tuesday standing in front of the fishing boat that rescued him at a port on Mexico's Pacific coast. He's really skinny. He granted that there were many, many, many bad days, but declined to elaborate. This guy hasn't talked in like... (laughs) He's like, I can't talk now. (laughs) Trying to speak. Yeah. There were... Fish! Days... (laughs) They were fish cold. He, he created his own oh. language, so he's like, Shubekatu Barana. <laughs> Shattuck and his dog left northwest Mexico in a catamaran in late April, he said, planning to sail to French Polynesia. A few weeks into his voyage, he was struck by a storm which disabled his catamaran and left him with no electronics and no way to cook. He declined to describe the storm or the damage in detail, but images of the boat taken during the rescue showed it with no sail. He and Bella survived by fishing and eating their catch raw. Rain provided their drinking water. Kind of a catamarans are pretty big. Yeah. So what kind of a the best part if you watch the video, this the fishing boat like I don't know if they called like Mexican Coast Guard or what, uh-huh. but the first question they ask, he's like, "Oh my God, thank you!" You know, <laughs> and they're like, "Do you have any drugs on board?" <laughs> <laughs> yes. Many many drugs. <laughs> he's like, "I'm on the brink of death." <laughs> This is my dog. They're like, no, no, no. You don't understand. We want, we want them. Before oh. you let, we let you. Do you have any meth we can borrow? Uh, the, the tuna boat Maria Delia's helicopter was the first sign of humans he had seen in three months. He was twelve hundred miles from the nearest land when suddenly a helicopter appeared. The pilot tossed him a drink before flying off. <laughs> And a short while later, it was a beer. It was like completely <laughs> dehydrating. The crew reached him in a speak. What if he thought they had just left and he killed himself? <laughs> that was my one shot. <laughs> oh man, yeah. A crew member asks him if he speaks English, if he's okay, and if he has any drugs or weapons on board. <laughs> I mean, it's nuts. Was it a big catamaran? I he think like- so. I I saw. I can't remember if it was he, in this article. Did he not? He wasn't able to fish very well then, or I think he lost all it. Well, no, he had fishing gear. Okay, and that's how he that's how he survived. But you no, know, I think it was big enough where he was trying to go from 
Baja to French Polynesia. I think that's crazy when people do that, yeah. man, on these little boats. But if you, you know, if you're in the boat and you're like, well, I've got like a sat phone, I've got my, yeah, you know, you think you're okay, and a storm Wait. hits and it dumps all out to sea. Oh, so he lost. I miss. He lost the sat phone. He lo- Well, I'm assuming he had one and lost everything. No electronics. Um, it looked a little ragged. But it was also three months. You know, he probably like started eating the sail. You know, <laughs> it's crazy. Oh man, that's uh, that's pretty horrific, man. Like when you yeah. think about it, no, like it's terrible. At some point, you gotta, you probably just give up hope, right? Well, I, I mean, honestly, the way he, t- the short little interview he did there, it was almost as if he was implying like his dog saved his life. Right. You know, I was having bad days, and my dog pushed me through. You know. Dog looks like more meaty than he is. Like, he I wouldn't have been feeding his dog more than he was eating. Would you be surprised if if he if he said that? Like I would have died if it wasn't my dog. Like I wouldn't be surprised at all. No, of course not. That yeah. totally makes sense. I mean, yeah. Sometimes, uh, yeah, that's crazy, man. Yeah. Uh, let's take a sharp turn here <laughs> <laughs> to. Uh, uh, an awful story. <laughs> cool, 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 cool. Oh man, I don't even know how to start this one. I'm just going to read the article as it is, and we can uh, we can you know go with it. Jackson, Mississippi. Men who had sworn an oath to protect and serve were huddled on the back porch of a Mississippi home as Michael Corey Jenkins lay on the floor, blood gushing from his. I'm sorry. Hang on a second. I got to give a trigger warning <laughs> to this story for police brutality, racial discrimination. And just overall awfulness. So right. fast forward like 10 minutes if you if you have that. Anyway, uh, they huddled on the back porch of a Mississippi home as Michael Corey Jenkins lay on the floor, blood gushing from his mutilated tongue, where one of the police officers shoved a gun in his mouth and pulled the trigger. Uh, as Jenkins writhed in pain, the six white officers devised a scheme to cover up dozens of stunning acts of bru- brutality that they had just carried out during 90 minutes of terror against Jenkins and a second black victim. <clears throat> The officers planted drugs, stole surveillance footage from the house, tried to dispose of their evidence, and agreed on a set of lies that would further upend their victims' lives. Careful to avoid security cameras at the house, they burst in without a warrant, starting the physical, sexual, and psychological abuse. They handcuffed Jenkins and his friend Eddie Terrell uh, Terrell Parker and poured milk, alcohol, and chocolate syrup on their faces. They forced them to strip naked and shower together to conceal the mess. They mocked the victims with racial slurs. They shocked them with stun guns. The officers had meant to torture the men without leaving physical scars, but one shot Jenkins in the mouth. Miraculously, he survived. The six officers pleaded guilty Thursday to a long list of federal civil rights charges. The Mississippi Attorney General's office announced afterward it had filed state charges that included assault, conspiracy, and obstruction of justice. Let's see here. Bunch of bunch of history of violent encounters with these cops. I got to get to the. Were they Trump supporters? Got to get to. I mean, <laughs> got to get to the meat here. The terror began on January January twenty fourth in a racist call for extrajudicial violence that felt like it was from a bygone era. A white neighbor phoned Rankin County Deputy Brett McAlpin and complained that two black men were staying with a white woman inside a Braxton home. My God. McAlpin told Deputy Christian Deadman who texted a group of white deputies so willing to use excessive force they called themselves the Goon Squad. Cool, cool, His cool. text said, are y'all available for a mission? Oh, my God. 
Op Dyke, one of the cops that was on that text thread, These admits guys he are was all wrong. Be soldiers, you yeah. tell. Admits he was wrong for his part in the horrific harms and is prepared to face the consequences. Another one has um, said that he cannot change what he did, but he's ready to accept the consequences. Let's see. How could you say sorry after this? <laughs> like, what's. I mean, you're obviously not sorry. You're just sorry you got caught. I mean, yeah. there's no way you could do all this and be sorry. No. Um, oh, it seemed like a good idea at the time. As he lay bleeding, as Jenkins lay bleeding, they knew that a mission had gone too far. Instead of coming clean, they devised a hasty cover-up that included a fictitious narcotics bust and threats. Um, the officers warned Jenkins and Parker to stay out of Rankin County and go back to Jackson, or, quote, their side of the Pearl River, referencing an area with higher concentration of black residents. Um, after, after Deadman uh, summoned the goon squad, the officers crept around the ranch-style home to avoid a surveillance camera. They kicked down the carport door and burst in without a warrant. Opdyke, one of the cops, found a sex toy, which he mounted on a nearby BB gun and forced into Parker's mouth. Gaddafi. Deadman tried to sexually assault Jenkins with the toy. The officers used stun guns on them, comparing whose weapons were more powerful. Can you fucking imagine this in your home? I can tell you that I've never been so mad that I wanted to take a dildo and shove it. Can you... Elward, one of the cops, forced Jenkins to his knees for a mock execution, intending to fire the gun without a bullet. This fucking incompetence here. But it was loaded and discharged, cutting Jenkins' tongue, breaking his jaw, and exiting through his neck. Now, here's the, here's the backwards justice. Had, mm-hmm. that, had that bullet not been chambered, mm-hmm. the story wouldn't exist. Yeah. They would have just left with the threats. But they, ha- they knew he was going to die. Right. As Jenkins bled on the floor, the officers devised a cover story for investigators. Um, they staged it like he was on the phone and reached for a gun. One of the cops offered to plant an unregistered gun, but the other cops said he would just use the BB gun. Um, one of the cops volunteered to plant meth. Where do they have all these? That he had received from an informant. Oh yeah, no kidding. Um, prosecutors in Rankin County initially charged Jenkins, the black man who was shot, with a felony mm. based on the methamphetamine that was, of course, later dropped. Um After McAlpin and Middleton made a promise they would kill any of the officers who told the truth about what, hop- what happened, the officers kept quiet as pressure mounted from a Justice Department civil rights probe. One came forward in June. How did they get caught? Because this one cop came forward. Oh, to make a deal. Yeah. I'm sure. McAlpin and Elward worked under uh, Sheriff Bailey for years and were sued several times for alleged mis- misconduct. See? There's so much here. Right. There's so much here. You have a group of six cops in the same precinct that are willing to do shit like this. That's problem number one. Obvious problem. The other problem is how many how many times should a cop be sued before you go, hey, I'm taking you off the street. Right. You know, I can't I can't fire you because of the stupid union, but I'll just put you on a desk. You know. Like, how, how many times do you have to be sued for mis- misconduct before the leaders? Because even the, co- the leader here is like, this is the worst thing I've ever seen. How could they do this? Well, man, you know, they've been sued yeah, many mean, times. It, it's pretty obvious that it was going to happen. <laughs> you don't get to walk away from this e- either. You're their leader. What the fuck is wrong with you? Oh, you were obviously 
in on it or knew. No one, you can't, yeah, I mean. There's a quote from him in here, let's see. Uh, the deputies were under the watch of Sheriff Brian Bailey, who called it the worst episode of police brutality he has ever seen in his career. Well, I should hope so, <laughs> Brian. I should hope it's the worst case. This is as bad as the time that I... <clears throat> uh... At least my gun didn't go off, though. <laughs> God, so stupid. Yeah, so the level of incompetence in racism. So these guys are going away forever, right? Yeah, they're... So I believe they were charged federally and at the state level. And this kid is getting millions of dollars from the city? Yeah, I hope so. And both of them should. All because someone called in. Actually, well, it was extrajudicial. It was just a neighbor who happened to know a cop. That's why right? you don't live in Mississippi. The, dude, the place where they live is like one of the highest concentrations of black people. I know, that's weird. Though. You know? it's So, yeah. Uh, what else do I have here? You want to do an abortion update? <laughs> I've got the sounder. Do it. I haven't. Uh, I haven't heard anything about abortion lately. Abort. Abort. You read me. All right. So if you remember right, Abort. Um, the Dobbs decision put the legality of abortion back on the states because mm-hmm. that was their chief. That was conservatives' chief complaint, that it was uh, it should be done at the state level so that they could outlaw it. Right. Right. Not so if you have half a brain. Now, <laughs> who's this woman? What's her name? Attorney General Lynn Fitch from Mississippi. Wouldn't you know it? Mm. But the reason this is relevant, though, before I get into it, if you live in one of the following states... Alabama, Alaska, Arkansas, Georgia, Idaho, Indiana, Kentucky, Louisiana, Missouri, Montana, uh, Nebraska, North Dakota, Ohio, South Carolina, Are South you Dakota. Just naming all the states. Tennessee, <laughs> uh, Texas, and Utah. Okay. I think it's like 21 states there. Your attorney general signed on to this letter that I'm about to tell you about. Okay. After the Dobbs ruling overturned Roe v. Wade, the Biden administration, Health and Human Services Department, passed a new rule saying information about reproductive care cannot be trans- transmitted state to state. Okay. Because they could read between the lines. Right. Right. We already knew that they were going to try to do this shit. They, someone in Utah goes to Colorado to get an abortion. Those records make it back to the Utah Attorney General, and he prosecutes them. Which is total... Total bullshit. It doesn't work on any other level, right? You commit a murder in Colorado, you can't be charged for it in Utah. Right. Right? You can be arrested in Utah and maybe extradited, Mm -hmm. but that's if you get, like, crazy inter-department cooperation, you know? Oh, man. So I read most of this letter. Mm Mm-hmm. And if you have read 1984 and have read at least Orwell's uh, depiction of doublespeak, you'll get an idea of what this letter is like to read. Mm -hmm. It essentially goes something like this. It's all about states' individual rights. Of course. But we should be able to know what that state does. Right. (laughs) We don't want to prosecute pregnant people. 
we want to prosecute pregnant people who get an abortion in a different state. Like, that's how it goes. The whole letter is, they do use wording very carefully. Like, we don't want to prosecute pregnant people. Well, of course you don't want to prosecute pregnant people. Right. You want to prosecute people who are no longer pregnant. Right? So I, I see what you did there with mm-hmm. that cute little word. It's not that hard to pick out. Right? right? So this whole letter is just double speak. One paragraph here. Next paragraph, you're like, didn't you just say the opposite thing over here? So it's very, very clear what these guys want to do. They're trying to prosecute people who get abortions in other states in their state. Why are they writing this legislation that's clearly going to be struck down? Like it's clearly so, so worded so poorly that so any they did, judge this isn't will be legislation. Like, even a conservative judge will be like, mm. <laughs> this isn't legislation. Health and Human Services created a rule, a liberal rule, saying we will not allow you to transmit this kind of information state to state. Okay. Right? Which fucking should be anyway. It's my information. Like, right. why are you guys transmitting my shit anyway? Well, limited government, Brian. Right. We, it's the like, party of limited government interaction. If I want a doctor in Idaho to know anything about me, I want to know what he knows. I'm going to tell him what I want to know. What, you know what I mean? Right. Why does he get any fuck? You don't fucking know about me. You don't know me. Right. <laughs> Uh, so that's the, the Biden rule, because they knew this is what conservatives were going to try and do, right? right? Uh, so this is just a letter saying, you better not let this rule go into effect because of all these reasons, even though we see the reasons you think you should, <laughs> you know? <laughs> um, I like this line here. Um, where did it go? It's something about transgender, because transgender, of course, comes up. Um, Here's the rule change. It would prevent states from obtaining private health information for a criminal, civil, or administrative investigation into or proceeding against any person in connection with seeking, obtaining, providing, or facilitating reproductive health care. Uh, so it's pretty, it's pretty simple. Um, let's see. There's something about... <laughs> Given its far-reaching radical approach to transgender issues, the administration may intend to use the proposed rule to obstruct state laws concerning experimental gender transition procedures for minors. Experimental. Oh, she she says something along the lines of, like, could use the proposed rule. Oh, here it is. She, She speculates that the rule could be used to advance radical transgender policy goals. Mm. Which is brings me back to a point you've always made when right. we talk abortion, which is that no one's pro-abortion. Right. <laughs> no one's forcing. It's not, you can't, you yes. don't have to get an abortion to be a Democrat. Right. 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 That, so to when they, they throw that facade on. Right, Everyone they, should be getting they abortions. They cast that, so, which the is the time. same thing here. Like, does Biden have radical transgender policy goals is he do democrats and liberals want more transgender like what is what is it that you're insinuating it's it's crazy right so states rights it's all about states rights unless you're a state that allows abortion then we need to know about it yeah because if a utah I don't know man so yeah in one of those states I listed including our own Sean Reyes your vote matters, people. Vote this fucker out. He's an idiot. He is an idiot. That's true. You know, Biden was here last week. Yeah. And I... Oh, the uh, FBI killed a guy. I know. Holy shit. 
Well, dude, don't. Did you see his? Th- so if you guys don't know, there was a man in was it Utah County? Yeah, it was down in Provo. Uh, who issued really raunchy threats on Facebook? Right. Saying like, I'm gonna go get my ghillie suit and clean my sniper rifle. Maybe Utah will be famous today. This man wasn't well. So the Secret Service turned to the FBI and said, hey, the president's coming to town. Could you go check on this guy? Right. They see him walking home from church one day, and they're like, hey, what the fuck, man? Hmm. And he basically tells them, fuck you, come back with a warrant. Right. So they come back with a warrant. He points a gun at them. They shoot and kill him. Why would you do that? <laughs> see, he's clearly not well. Like Which The FBI doesn't, I don't think... That they openly kill people often, they might do it in secret. Well, they're they're you know they're they're still cops. I mean, they carry guns. But and I like you when they do a raid like that. Then yeah, yeah. But you know, you just don't hear about it. You in don't fact, hear about it I had often. a I had a, back in the days there was an FBI guy in my ward, and his Tahoe was friggin' loaded up with guns, man. <laughs> yeah, a lot of people are like, they should have known this guy was full of shit. He like walked with a walker and you know weighed four hundred yeah. pounds. It's okay. like I don't know it's if that still. <laughs> Obviously, if they went to visit him and he he pulled a gun, then right. Listen, I am this in, guy is not well. I am in no way pro law enforcement, yeah, <laughs> or pro law enforcement killing or violence, but I mean, you you don't you don't point a gun. You also don't make threats. Those and the threat like they were, they weren't like vague. <laughs> no, they were very. <laughs> they were straight like, up pictures of guns. Like yeah. this is how I'm gonna do it. Yeah, like, guys. Clearly, it's, it's just sad because you know you know that he was probably indoctrinated by Tucker Carlson and stupid Fox News. You know, I feel bad for his kids. That sucks. Yeah, that well, sucks because they probably had that conversation with him. Like, Dad, you got to calm the fuck down. Probably right. Not thinking, hey, you'll end up dead because the president's visiting Utah. Anyway, we missed Air Force One though. I know. I thought it was going to land on Thursday. But it was Wednesday. They it was Wednesday night, nah. or Wednesday evening. I'm surprised they even publish it. They do. They publish the schedule because people like to go see. I know people I mean, want to. There was a lot of on my. I follow a a military uh, picture group on Facebook. And there's a ton of pictures of people got some good pictures. Nice. It's probably the last time we'll see this variant of the Air Force One. The the livery. No, it'll be the same. It'll just be a much bigger oh. Air Force One next time. Much newer, when are they changing nicer. the livery? They're not. We, We've talked oh, about Oh, that's this. right. We did talk about this a lot. They yeah. uh Trump was going to Biden said he, Well, Biden changed it, but it wasn't just it was also Boeing was like, "Hey, this is going to cause yeah. heat problems. We're going to have to redesign <laughs> everything because of this dark blue." Right. It's going to interfere with our alien tech or whatever. Right. So, yeah, the vertical takeoff. Have we taken a have we taken a break yet? No. No, wow. we haven't. I know. Wow. Are we ready to do that? Yeah, if you want to. Okay. I have one more short one. Oh, okay. But okay. we can talk about it after the break no, if you no, want. No, no, go for it. Uh, this one, <laughs> this is one is astounding to is me. Is it cheery? No. Oh. No. Okay. I was blown away by this number that I'm about to tell you. Okay? Maybe you can take a guess. Five. <laughs> Five is incorrect. Did I put it? I want to make sure I didn't put it in the notes if you're going to guess. Don't read, don't read that. <laughs> okay? How many... Dogs, do you think police kill every day in America? How many dogs? How do many dogs kill? do police kill on the daily? 
Oh, jeez. <laughs> a bird just a landed bird on his on head. Scared <laughs> me. You talking about dogs? Yeah. Um, 50 states nationwide. 50. 25 to 30. That's too many. 10,000 dogs a year. Police kill. You know, Brian Stubbs just texted me, texted me the other day. Remember that story here in Utah uh, a few years ago oh, yeah. where that happened? Yeah. He just went to the backyard looking for a kid and shot the dog. Yeah. And I was, I was like... That, and they threw out his lawsuit. Yeah, which is bullcrap. Because I can tell you, if that if that happened to me, I would bankrupt Ogden. Oh, dude. I would bankrupt Ogden. Yeah. I would never stop fighting. I would take it to the president. Like right. I would go all the way. One of the reasons that this particular article lists, um, here there, there's three reasons on the police side. Comprehensive training, misunderstanding and fear, sure, and then limited accountability. Um. The law provides immunity for cops unless their actions were plainly incompetent or they violated the law. In order for someone to show a constitutional violation when a cop kills his dog, a person must show the cop's actions were unreasonable given the situation. I watched that video mm-hmm. of that one in Salt Lake years ago. Right. And I don't know how... It meets this criteria. Right. It meets this, the cop's actions were unreasonable given the situation. You know what I mean? Yeah, it doesn't... So I hate I hate this wording. I hate qualified immunity, for one thing, but I also hate this wording that you have to show the cop's actions were unreasonable. What kind of a psychopath I mean, his first that wasn't instinct even a, yeah. is to shoot a dog? That wasn't even a big dog. No. Wasn't it like a beagle I can't or some remember. shit? Yeah, but you, you'd think, oh, that doesn't happen often, though. Hmm. 10,000 in a year? I mean, 25 to 30 a day, that's... In in your given state, statistically, that's once every other day. I, I just don't understand how the how that's even their first instinct to shoot a dog. To shoot the dog. Just put not your just, fucking hand out. Not just to leave. Yeah. To back away, get out of the backyard. I mean, I understand that you're a civil servant that you've got to be doing shit, but we don't arm mail carriers, right? We don't arm the Amazon workers. <laughs> Why are you shooting dogs? It's fucking crazy. It is. Anyway, that number just blew my mind. I don't know how I came across it. I think, I think I was like, I wonder how many. So I Googled it and was like, what the fuck? The DOJ is calling it an epidemic. <laughs> the Department of Justice. The head cops. The head cops of the country like, this is an epidemic. This is a problem. We don't, we don't know what to do about it, though. Because you can't convince a judge that it was unreasonable. Well, so how? the cops are what, fine. What judges? I, I don't I don't understand. Same judge that threw this out against the Salt Lake? The judge needs to be like, yeah, this is stupid. Actually, you know what? Give them $10 million. I can't remember exactly where his lawsuit got, like how how far up the chain. I'm I'm assuming it was just in like a a district court. I would sue the the cop too. Well, and uh, what's what's wrong with the – this speaks to the problem again. What is wrong with the leaders of police departments? Like, John, you killed another fucking dog. You, well, give me your gun. You give obviously me your have gun. no self control. Yeah, like you're you're on the desk. You you seen the other guys that give them like the wooden oh, gun, dude? <laughs> I did watch. I actually watched the other guys just like last week. I don't know why. Yeah, or like it was so funny. I I've told you my problem with police over and over again, which is it's the group. Right. It's the group. If you shoot another dog, why aren't your why aren't your counterparts, your partners, being like, dude, Bruh. I'm not gonna come back you up if you're gonna pull your gun out. Like, you're just too, I'm going to catch a ricochet when you're killing another dog. Like, you got to fucking back it off, man. You know? I don't know. But this is the problem I have. If I was a cop and my partner shot a dog like that, I 
wouldn't talk to him. It I, shouldn't. I, it shouldn't take public outrage, right? Right. The supervisor, the sergeant, the lieutenant, the captain should be like, guys, for fuck's sake, like, if you kill a dog, I'm docking your pay. Like, <laughs> you know, like, I, they don't have a lot of recourse because of the union. I understand that, right? Change the policy then. Do something. Like, this is crazy. That's 10,000 dogs. That's crazy. Yeah. That's, anyway. How many people are they shooting? Not that many. <laughs> Interesting. Because I'd rather them shoot people. No, no, no. Dude. No. It, no. I mean, it's, it might be close. It, should I find out real quick? I don't know, man. You shouldn't have <laughs> looked that up. <laughs> Let's see if there's a quick number here. Uh, sadly, only being told of his shot. Is that just this year? <laughs> uh, in 22, there were 1,097 fatal police shootings. Oh, that's it? I'm, assu- I'm hoping this is U.S. Yeah. But that, by the way, that stat I told you yeah. was how many, The it doesn't, it doesn't clarify killed. It just says 10,000, no, it does. 10,000 dogs die at the hands of police annually. One, one of them says shot, the other one says uh, die. Hmm. I mean, I don't know how many times you can shoot a dog. Yeah. With, I don't know, you know man. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. We've got to move to England where they don't have guns. <laughs> or, hit the or dog with the baton. Country. Yeah, pepper spray Seriously. it. I don't care, man. I don't know. All right. Um, we'll take a quick break. We'll come back. Got a few random headlines. That's probably it. I don't even know why we're taking a break. But that's uh, what we're doing. what we do. <laughs> Oh my god, space aliens. Don't eat me! I have a wife and kids! Eat them! Silence! We are travelers from a certain nearby ringed planet whose name we'd prefer not to mention. My name is Kang, and this is my sister, Kodos. Hello. I suppose you want to probe me. Well, might as well get it over with. Stop! We have reached the limits of what rectal probing can teach us. This is a mission of conquest. Take us to your leader. Well, I guess you mean President Clinton. He usually hangs around Washington, D.C. President Clinton. Excellent. Except, um, there's this election next week, so after that it might not be him anymore. It might be, what's his name? Uh, Mumbly Joe. Uh, I saw him on TV the other... Uh... Bob Dole! Hmm. An election. That complicates matters. Set grid coordinates for Bob Dole. Ladies and gentlemen, 73-year-old candidate Bob Dole. Abortions for all. Very well. No abortions for anyone. Hmm. Abortions for some. Miniature American flags for others. This is the Our Take Podcast. We interrupt your regularly scheduled program to bring you these random headlines. Hey, we're back. We have returned. Find us at the Art Take Pod on Facebook, Instagram, and TikTok, by the way. Also, listen to our band, Rejected Takeoff. Yes, we've we got a couple shows coming up. Two shows. We're going to pretend that we're a touring band for a minute because we're going to play. 
two nights in a row. Two nights. See how that goes. We're going to play the 25th at the Boardwalk in Orem. And then we're going to play the 26th at a venue called The Rise in Provo. Yes. We're moving a little bit south. Yeah, we're going a little (laughs) completely opposite of our goal to play closer (laughs) to Ogden. We are going a little bit further south. But now you have two nights, right? Make a day of it. Go to Utah County on Saturday. Grab a bite at uh, Milagros in Orem. Delicious queso. Is it? Oh, really? So good. Oh, yeah. Okay. Uh, where and then where's that at? It's on Orem, uh, east of the freeway. Okay. Don't know exactly. I just can. I go by feel. You okay. know. Okay. Okay. <laughs> uh, and then come see us in Provo on the, on Saturday night. Or you know, if you're not doing anything Friday, same I'm gonna, deal. I'm gonna level with you guys. We really need you to come on Saturday. <laughs> 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 It'll be fun. Guess what we'll have? We threw out uh, podcast swag at the last show. Yeah, we've and got... And people really took to it. We've got some new swag. We've got... Uh, I'm, I'm stealing an idea from another band, and we got some bracelets with pics on them. I've got six t-shirts that I'm going to give away. Oh, shit. Uh, because I didn't want to spring for $250 to print five... So we're gonna do we're going to do a couple uh, giveaways on Friday night, and then a couple on Saturday night. Yeah. Yeah, 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 probably. Um, but come on Saturday. I don't know. Do we have anything else? I mean, come on both, because frankly, once you see us on Friday, you're going to be like, I'm definitely doing that again tomorrow. Yeah. I'm just going to get a hotel down here. Should we do that? We probably should just do that. <laughs> if it was somewhere more exotic, like <laughs> not, you know, like, hey, you guys want to stay the night in, in Provo? Provo? Oh, shit. Oh. Yeah. Um, I don't even know what but, would we do. Hey, on listen, Saturday? our our plays are going up though. People are digging the new song. Yeah, we got uh, a new song called "New Catalyst." If you haven't listened to it yet, uh, you should just show it to someone else. Then, <laughs> you know, be like, "Hey, I, I heard this new song. Actually, I didn't hear it yet." Two hundred and fifteen monthly listeners on yeah, it's on going Spotify up. has gone up by two hundred. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's a good sign in the last month. Yeah. Um. Anyway. Let's get some random headlines real quick. Yeah. Best I could find. A 15-year-old roller skating wonderkind flipped over 12 people and landed safely to break a Guinness World Record. What did you say? A wonder? Wonder. Wonderkind. A wonderkind. That's kind of, uh, it's from Ted Lasso. Oh. You remember, do you watch Ted Lasso? I haven't finished this one. It's not, it's. It's like the first season. No, no, I haven't. I haven't finished the, the last season that just that just ended I know, like a couple the, months the, ago. The, the coach, the yeah. the, the Nate, oh, oh, they call yeah. him the wonder the wonderkind. Yeah, probably just means wonder kid, right? I, I don't In know. In German, I don't know. Anyway, she flipped over twelve people. Was it? What do you mean flipped? I I'm curious of this too. I don't. I'm not seeing any video. Um, I'm guessing she just. Oh wait, there is a a picture. Like she just runs and does a flip. Oh, it's like a a tall flip, like a <laughs> like she's like fully sprawled out. So she like a long jump. No, she flipped. Like she's upside down in this picture. What did you Google? Wonderkind flip Guinness. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I think I found it. Her name's uh, Bar- Barney. Oh That's yeah. Her last name. So she just ran and jumped over. Wait, she's on. She's on skates or yeah, some I shit. I said rollerblades. Those, had, are, those are regular skates. She's at a skate park, went up a, a vert. Oh, no, it's just roller skates. Do people do rollerblades anymore? I think so. They roll, She rolled up a vert and then uh, did a Oh, a there's flip. the video. Okay, there is a video. Oh, oh, my goodness. That was really quick and kind of 
Yeah, you got to put a little intro on there. Yeah, for <laughs> that was quick and anticlimactic. <laughs> like, oh, yeah, you okay. got you got to put a little intro. Uh, yeah. So she flipped over some kids, and that's fifteen-year-old prodigy. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, n- I don't know if much. Well, this I just watched it. I that mean, how is... would it feel to be fifteen and reach your pinnacle? <laughs> No, no. It doesn't say pinnacle. I topped out at 15 when I broke the record for I mean, jumping over people. I think I topped out at like 12, yeah, 13. Yeah, that was probably, my prime. Probably. Oh, man. Um, well, good for her. This next story here, I heard about it on the radio, but I'm going to try and... I found the story. I just feel like it's complicated, but... <laughs> okay. Okay. Um, the headline... <laughs> Researchers reconstruct Pink Floyd song from patients' brainwaves. Well, that's cool. It's like, uh, so they, they mapped it and then he just thought of the song? I think it's actually a dead person. Hold on. Let me. Is let it me... Jim's brain? <laughs> <laughs> Great callback. <laughs> <laughs> the famous Pink Floyd lyrics emerge from sound that is muddy. Did you say Pink music. Lloyd? <laughs> yeah, Pink Lloyd is a different band. <laughs> Dude, we should totally start a Pink, pink Lloyd. Pink Lloyd. <laughs> the Pink. <laughs> we are Pink Lloyd. <laughs> pink Lloyd Christmas. Actually, oh, okay. I thought of a great band name the other day. It's a horse named Pink Lloyd. I wish that we would have named the band Janet Airlines. <laughs> do you know what? Do you know what that is? No. Oh, it's the it's the planes that take the uh, the people from Vegas to Area Fifty One. Oh, nice. That'd be a great band name. Anyway. Yeah. Uh, Pink Lloyd, with a f- with an F, lyrics emerge from sound that is muddy yet musical. All in all, it was just a brick in the wall. But this particular recording didn't come from the 1979 album, The Wall, or from a Pink Floyd concert. Instead, researchers created it from the reconstructed brainwaves of people listening to the song, song, Another Brick Wall, Part 1. This is the first time researchers have reconstructed a recognizable song solely from brain recordings, according to a new report published Tuesday in the journal PLOS Biology. Uh, ultimately, the research team hopes their findings will lead to more natural speech from brain-machine interfaces that aid communication with people who are locked in by perilous and par- para- <laughs> paralysis, perilous? paralysis and are unable to talk. Right now, when we do just words, it's robotic. You know, like... Uh, Ball. Like, um, what's his name? Hawking. Hawking. Yeah. Uh, Dr. Robert Knight says, uh, a professor of psychology and neuroscience with the University of California, consider the computer speech associated with one of the world's most famous locked-in patients, Stephen Hawking. Human speech is made up of words, but it also has a musicality to it. Sure. Knight said... Uh, with people adding different meanings and emotions based on musical concepts and intonation and rhythm. Music is universal. I just want to know how they did this. It's not going to tell you. Electrodes <laughs> implanted on patients' brains captured the electrical activity of a brain of brain regions known to process attributes of music, tone, rhythm, harmony, and words as researchers played a three-minute clip from the song. These recordings were gathered from 29 patients in 2012 and 2013, all the patients suffered from epilepsy, and surgeons implanted the electrodes to help determine the precise brain region causing their seizures. Oh, and so it was like a, a side project. A side project, yeah. We can't do this While ethically. you're in there, do you want to listen to this song? Do you mind if we pay, play Pink uh, Floyd over and over again? 
Starting in 2007, the researchers started feeding these recorded brain waves into a computer program to analyze the data. Eventually, the algorithm became smart enough to decode the brain activity into a reproduction of Pink Floyd that the patients heard years earlier. So, I think they used AI, which, of course, they did nowadays. Everything's with AI. Right. Oh, that's interesting. Yeah, look it up if you want to know more about it, because it seems like a really long story that I don't want to read. Just, it just goes to show how little we know about the brain. That's it's, what I'm saying. It's crazy. Telepathy. I'm telling you, <laughs> I'm sure that we admit something, right? Radio right. waves. That's how God brain knows. Waves. Yeah, that's how God knows Right. what you do. Sure. The things you think. Oh, no. Yeah. No, no shit. <laughs> <laughs> A large section of a New Jersey town was without power for several hours. A utility and utility official said the cause was a dropped fish. So a bird, I guess, a bird of prey, dropped a fish on the power line and it caused it to short out. Jersey Central Power and Light said crews working to restore power during the weekend uh, outage discovered a fish had landed on a transformer, causing it. I hoped it was an optimist, causing it to explode. The hypothesis is that a bird dropped it, said Surreyville Police Department Lieutenant James Novak. It just landed perfectly and destroyed the Transformer. Well, if Optimus would have known that, he could have just right. dropped a fish on Megatron. Right, just a single trout. Please let us not forget. Please let us not forget the victim of this senseless death. I guess it's the fish. So they're looking for the bird to arrest them for the power outage. Uh, they don't know what kind of bird it is. Right. Some kind of bird of prey. Um, one thing I forgot to talk about, I forgot to add, is Elon Musk is a moron. Yeah. Um, yeah, I don't... Uh, you know, used to be a pretty big Elon fanboy. Well, I don't know about fanboy, but fan. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you were like, I'm going to buy a Tesla pickup truck, and then... I'm gonna get a picture of Elon and kiss him every day and <laughs> love him and squeeze him and he just ooh. he just keeps going one step further, then one step further, then one st- you know what I mean? Yeah. He says weird shit. Right. You know, uh, uh, the whole Twitter thing was a so yeah. He bought Twitter, which of course was dumb, and now I mean he was forced to because of his mouth. Yeah, because he's dumb. Yeah. Um. So for some reason he's decided. To rename Twitter to X. Well, I under- he's got a thing for X. Sure. Right. It's stupid. I know. This is the dumbest. From a purely branding and marketing position, it is the dumbest thing I've ever heard of in my life. You have an established, well-known, trusted brand, Twitter. Right. You, got you know how hard it is, first of all, to get a well-established, trusted, worldwide-known you can put it on a bag of potato chips anywhere in the world and know what it is. Right. And say, you know what? I don't like that. Let's just change it to an X. That right. is the dumbest. It's a spit in the face to all the designers and marketing people right. that made it happen. It's the dumbest freaking thing I've ever heard. It's like if McDonald's one day was just like, hey, let's be uh, let's be Sam's Burgers instead. Yeah. We'll get rid of the golden arches. We don't need this anymore. Right. Or Visa was like, hey, let's get rid of Visa and just put, like, a ball sack on there. Right. It's just, just a little whoop, whoop. Yeah. Yeah. No, it's weird. Yeah, and he got he added this, like, distressed thing on the, yeah, the app the icon. Yeah, I saw the app. My app finally updated, and now it updated again, and there's this weird 
yeah. distress look to it. Like, Did you hear that he just uh, stole X. the handle from the guy who had it forever, too? Well, and he broke, like, it's Facebook. Apparently, Meta owns the trademark for X. <laughs> right. So what does that even, what does that even mean? Are they going to go after him and be like, hey, listen. Here. I mean, can you trademark a letter? I mean, there's only 26. I don't know. You know? We should trademark one. Yeah. Could trademark anything. That's weird, man. Yeah, he's, uh, I still, like, I don't know. Yeah, he's, he just, <laughs> he just keeps going one step further, you know? Uh, and then, like, the more you hear about him and the shit he says, it's like, all right, man. You're, you're a weird guy. He's crazy, man. Yeah. He's crazy. Well, that, and I didn't know until recently how he got wealthy. Right. I thought, I thought he, like, invented PayPal. No. He it like, turns out he just inherited a bunch of like blood diamond money, and PayPal was kind of not. Re- it was he he bought it just like yeah. he does everything else. And people are like, he he started. Sp- he didn't start SpaceX. He bought SpaceX. Everything everything that he has, he's bought. And he bought Tesla. Yeah, he doesn't he doesn't have anything that he's created. He's not he's not a genius. He just had money. He just had and money. he's you know not right. well. Yeah, but somehow he does convince people. Like he still has convinced uh, shareholders that Tesla is valuable. It's not though. Like it's not at all. No, it's like got I, issues. It's fine. It's a it's a small car manufacturer, but the, he's convinced people successfully that it's worth like as much as Ford. Right. It's crazy. Yeah. Yeah. It is crazy. So it would be like if he he start a phone company and he's he'll convince them it's worth more than Apple. You know, it's weird. It's weird. It's nuts. Um, real quick, some lighter news now that you've, after you brought us down with all the dog deaths. <laughs> uh, crews respond to vehicle fire caused by a cigarette lighter <laughs> in, uh, in West Ashley. Uh, and also Pima County man shot relative over cigarette lighter. So there is some, I'm going to say they didn't really like each other. Lighter news to begin with. You know? No, that was yeah. the only. They were actually like fast <laughs> friends, and then one day, they're just like, "How dare you? I'm yeah. gonna kill you over a cigarette lighter." I have one random headline to share with you. Oh yeah, I happened upon uh, just now. Do you remember the show should Shallow I, How? Should I start the music again? No, <laughs> the movie. Yeah, yeah. Shallow How. Uh, what's her name? Gwyneth. Gwyneth Paltrow and uh, Jack. Is it Jack Black? Yeah, pretty sure. Okay. Uh, turns out that when she was in the fat suit, right, she had a body double. Well, yeah. Well, that's cool. just terrible. She's Gwyneth Paltrow. She's not fat. And it turns out that the body double thought that playing this role would, you know, be a progressive thing. No, that never. And she ended up with like a, a eating disorder and got lap band surgery Sorry? right after. Yeah, it's sad. Yeah, I've heard multiple, especially there's people on TikTok that are are actors that talk about how they think something's going to be a big breakthrough and it never is. Right. Well, no, she owns an insurance agency now. Well, I mean, you know, so I mean, mean, it's not Gwyneth Paltrow money, but sure. (laughs) Yeah, uh, you know, but uh, apparently that show just has a terrible rap now. Like, (laughs) it's it's probably it it hasn't aged well. Yeah. (laughs) Either has Gwyneth Paltrow. No, actually, she has. She's still pretty hot. Um, Jack Black. You know? yeah, I mean, he—he's he, unique. Yeah, because isn't isn't Jack isn't uh, Jason Alexander in that too? And he has a tail, isn't that? Oh yeah. He has. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> I think it's that movie. I'll have to watch 
watch that again. Yeah. Um, <laughs> to watch no, it. I don't want to watch that. I'm sure it's like, I mean, it, it released right before September 11th, so I think it's probably what drove. They were they were about to call off the attack, and then they saw America <laughs> release this movie, and they're like, you know what, guys? Look how they treat fat people. We better go through with it. <laughs> we better, we better go ahead and go through with it. And Bush this called is, uh, and was like, we still on? <laughs> Tony Robbins is in that movie too. The freaking- oh yeah, because he's the one who makes Jack see the obese woman as attractive. Ah, of course, right? I wish I had that power. I'd probably be married again, <laughs> <laughs> or I wish I could bestow that power to someone else. There, you know, you we could we could employ our audience to yeah. set up as many blind dates for mm, you. Dating is so terrible, though. But it's blind, and you have no... <laughs> but it's blind. You have no... And by that, we mean, like, you can't see. Right, you can't see. <laughs> yeah. We have no... You have no obligation, you know? You just uh, get... Uh, I don't know, man. You know, you get a coffee, and then be done. Mm, I don't know. Speed, speed style. Speed dating, right? right? That's how people should be. If you're online dating, just be honest up front. Right. You know? Be like, ah... Uh, Hello, nice to meet you. I'm like 50-50 right now. What are you? <laughs> you know? Well, normally... Honestly, I'm like 10. Okay, see you later. I'm all in. I appreciate you. Here's five bucks for the coffee. <laughs> Just be honest, man. You're going to waste everybody's time, you know? True. Especially if you're a shallow Hal. Shallow Hal. Yeah. Who wasn't, you know, he wasn't... Uh, Jack Black is, I don't know, unconventionally attractive, I guess. Well, I mean, that was the whole point of the show. Right, like, right, listen, right, you right. Do, you can't you can't be right, man. right, like, right. <laughs> I mean, this yeah. is a woman who who has a candle that smells like her vagina. You know, you're not <laughs> going to you're tell me the weirdest that. thing about yourself. Let's get that out of the way. <laughs> I own a company that has a candle that is scented like my vagine and my butthole. <laughs> you could probably tell someone. I co-host a podcast, and they're like, okay, I'm out. Yeah, probably. See ya. I co-host a podcast, and I play in a band, and one day we're going to make it big, <laughs> baby. <laughs> That's the difference now, though. We don't think we're going to make it big. Oh, yeah, for sure. For we just sure. want to have some fun. We just, you know, it's always in the back. You never know, though. You know, I was, uh, you know how hard it is to get a song on the radio now? It's Yeah, it's. Uh, I was yellow, when I went to go see Yellow Card, their new song, it got put on. They announced this. They're like, our new song just got put on K whatever in in Los Angeles. Yeah. One station. One station. For the first time in 16 years, a song, one of their songs has been on the radio. A, a new song. Yeah. This is an established yeah. band with a huge following that. Well, because they still play things like Ocean Avenue. Oh, yeah. That's true. But, Yes. It's funny how many uh, radio stations throughout the country follow the lead of L.A. and New York-based radio oh, stations. Oh, sure. I mean, it kind of makes sense. I mean, the populations sure. are huge. So. Yeah. It's a good testing ground I for mean, a new song. New York City alone is twice, more than twice the population of the whole state of Utah. Yeah. Anyway, I, All guess, right. I guess we should be done. Yeah. I'm kind of bummed out with the dog stuff still. <laughs> Sorry. Hey, you know, here's... <laughs> To end it, I went to Foo Fighters with Randy. Oh, yeah, how was that? It was excellent. Great show. Yeah. Great good. show. Fun. Good. Right there in the pit, you know. Did Dave Grohl sweat on you? And He spit on me. Oh. I mean, I was flipping but him off. That wasn't so. actually during the show. It was... <laughs> yeah, that was in his... It was a weird... He His, his guy came over and was like, I'll take you and you and the red-haired guy. Come on. 
<laughs> and then Dave Grohl just spit just on spit you guys. On you, it and was then freaking walked, weird. I guess you know, it's some weird. We weren't even on stage. We were just in the little who knew walkway. Weird guy, Dave Grohl. Yeah, you heard it here first. Yeah. Thanks for listening, everybody. Find us at the Arctic Pod on Facebook, Instagram, and TikTok. Uh, for episode 140, I'm Brian. I'm Spencer. I'll see you next time. <laughs>